passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Post Perez for uh, March 27th. I think it's the 27th of, uh, of 2022. And uh, my name is WH Park, and I'm not joined by John Pollock this episode. He's very busy. He's got WrestleMania week coming up. And but as you can see, if you're on the YouTube gimmick, you can see like I am. I do have a, a guest host, a co-host today, and it's of course a very popular Karen Peterson. Karen, how are you today? It's it's been a while, WH. <laughs> it's been I'm, a while. Yeah. So, well, since we've I've been on a podcast with you, but you know, doing well. What's well. the last thing we did? Well, like MCU later, right? You did MCU, yeah, back in December. We did. What was back in December? It was, yeah, it was right before holy, Christmas. Holy. Wow, that time flies. Yeah, time flies. It really yes. does. So it was so last year. Oh my god! I can't like <laughs> seriously. Like I, I have done so many podcasting things, and that's not bragging, by the way. It's just a say, stating matter of factly. Like I can't remember what what I've been on and when I did it. Like I, I think the same is true for you. You you're, you've been like all over the place recently on on, on different podcasts. I'm trying to keep myself busy. Trying to keep yeah. myself out of trouble. Out of trouble. Uh, well, I don't know about that. You're, you're in Florida. It's like, it's a, it's a state of trouble, isn't it? I'm just, I'm just kidding. It, it's a perpetual state of trouble, let's be honest. <clears throat> all, all the people listening from Florida, I'm sure it's a very lovely state. I'm just joking. I don't mean anything by that. So I'd like to visit the state one day. Go to Disneyland. Disney, Disney World? World. Disney World. Disneyland's in California. Disney World you know, I, isn't. I got to go to California as well at some point in my life, and uh, yeah. But first, you know, like the first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to go to St. Louis to visit my good friend Joey Bay because he's going to take me to a GCW show in St. Louis. I maybe in Chicago. <laughs> I don't know. In Ohio, I fuck. I don't know. I think they're in Jersey. <laughs> maybe I don't know. This is like this is like the fall or something like that. Oh, okay. This is like that's my plan is go to go go to St. Louis, do a road trip to Chicago. Or the Midwest somewhere, uh, get you know, go see some independent wrestling in the United States, and and but the main thing is to hang out with Joey. But you know, like he said, WH, we should go to a, a GCW show, and I say, hey, as long as they don't know who I am there, because I probably got heat over there because I'm not a fan <laughs> of the I'm not a fan of the product. As long as they don't get it, no one knows who I am, so I'm not going to wear any like post wrestling paraphernalia or anything like that you have to wear your hat and your your pro post pro res t-shirt and... not my long and winding row road t-shirt oh by the oh. way i do gotta we, we should just say get the elephant in the room no no, no just the the, the, <laughs> the 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 revised shirt is yes. still on sale and and up until the end of the month any and uh, part of the proceeds are going towards two great charities and that uh no two two where's my camera there two great charities one is the japanese red cross and the other one is uh, Doctors Without Borders Canada uh, to help. And for the second one is for uh, helping 
people out in the the Ukraine who need medical attention that uh, might not be getting it, unfortunately, with the current world situation. So if you're interested in the church, like you're you're also going to be donating like money to uh, two great causes. So get on get on that, folks. Store.postwrestling.com. Um, you know, you some someone famous might be wearing the shirt in in the future karen like you know i don't know if it's going to be before the end of the month or oh really or or i don't know we sent someone we sent some famous people shirts whether they wear them or not i i don't know but you know there's no elephant in the room that's it that's all i wanted to say it's Get a the good shirt. shirt it's a good it's, shirt for a good it was cause. a good shirt before you know yes. as well there's nothing wrong with that shirt nope the one before nope it was wonderful it was wonderful hi zelda Sorry, my my dog is 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 she's she's trying to contribute to post wrestling as well. Apparently, maybe she wants a long and windy road road pillars t shirt. She she does love to wear the t shirts. So if 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 she if she wants one of the original ones, we can make that happen privately. You know, I'm just that's all I'm gonna say. All right, you know, so it, it's, it's a that. possibility for some people <laughs> who ask nicely. It might. I'm not saying definitively or not. It might be possible to get that original shirt out to to to, G, to you because you're 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 part of the family you know i mean i i do have my or there is it i've got my it's there not a pillow it's just a t-shirt on a like wrapped around a pillow but it's you know part of the man, set now their man neil flanagan he he was like oh that's really good wh I, I like how she did that i'm like oh well there you go so you're you got a fan the, the pillow's got a fan in in, in ireland's <laughs> own uh their man neil so there you go Hey, we love Neil. Much love to Neil. Well, I mean, some of us love Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I got a gimmick. I got a gimmick to to uphold here with with some of these uh, post uh, wrestling diehards. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like the United Nations yeah. of post. Like yeah. I, I, I can, I'm, I'm a Karen without borders. I, I love everybody. There you go. I check on everybody. Well, you know, I'm sure if if, if things ever open up. AEW or someone has a big event in Toronto and, and people are going to flock Nate Milton, Andrew Thompson, maybe yourself, maybe the international fans, Benno, JP, they're all going to come to Toronto. Whole, are you going to whole... come up? If someone has a couch I can crash on, I am all about go. I will even go in the winter to Toronto. Really? I, 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 I won't it. like it, but I'll do it. <laughs> it's colder than it's colder than Tokyo in 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 the winter. I've been there in November. That's the, that's as close as I've gotten. Oh yeah, November is nothing compared to January. And yeah, so, no. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. I I I think we're hoping for like the fall. Fall is beautiful. Toronto Toronto is very beautiful in the fall. Like I hope it, it happens in the fall. Summer summer's okay. It's not as hot as Japan. You know. So that's that's god awful. I'm in Orlando. It's we we it's been up uh lower for I guess in Celsius it's like around 30 32 during the middle of the day. Yeah. So it's been we have summer weather already. You didn't go to Tokyo during the the summer, did you? For your any of your trips? Uh when I was a flight attendant I I had multiple layovers okay. during the, throughout the 3 years I was flying. And I missed I Japan. In, I lived in Totori, so Yeah. I love I I I love Japan and I miss Japan. I do not miss the summers of Japan at all. No, not I at all. I, I don't either. Especially with their uh, client, they they have that concept of cool biz where it has to be a certain temperature before some places put on the air conditioning. I grew up in a hot climate, but we have air conditioning everywhere we go. Not Listen, a fan of my, it in Japan. <laughs> my apartment 
you know, as soon as June hit, it was 20, 20 degrees life. You know what I mean? Like yeah. 20 degrees Celsius on that AC. I paid for it. But hey, <laughs> if you can't enjoy being in your own apartment yeah, in, no. in the summer, it's like, what's what's the point? What is the point? Right? So Exactly. Anyways, Ken, we got a lot to talk about. We sure do. And uh, a lot of big events coming up this this weekend. And uh, we're going to start off with with stardom. I know uh, you are our stardom expert here. So let, let's get into these two big cards for March 26th and March 27th. We're going to run down the cards and, and get your thoughts on them. I'll, I'll chime in with my own, my own opinions as well. But why, why, why don't you lead off? With uh, the the March twenty sixth tomorrow's card today's card is it today tomorrow uh, in a few hours card maybe sure it, it'll be four a.m. Eastern Standard Time I think is when it starts so in uh, several hours so for the opening match is going to be Hanan is going to defend her future Stardom Championship against Rena the sisters uh, their sisters uh, yes big sister against little sister. Um, then it's going to be Saya Ida versus Mirai in a singles match. And then there's the tag team gauntlet with Queen's Quest, uh, Donna Del Mundo, Cosmic Angels with Momokogo and Oedo Tai. And on your list, you have TBA as Queen's Quest. I think that's a, that was where they slotted in Miyu Amasaki after she debuted. Okay. So she's the third person for their team. Uh, then it'll be Donna Del Mundo's Micah and Tekla versus Prominence's Risa Sarah. And Suzu Suzuki. And then a tag match for the Goddesses of Stardom Championship with uh, FWC of Hazuki and Koguma defending against Black Desire, Momo Watanabe and Starlight Kid. Uh, Then it is the match that probably may overshadow the entire card purely because it will be the homecoming of Kairi as she tags with Mayu Iwatani against uh, Tam uh, Nakano and Unagi Sayaka. It's the it's the match that Davy Portman of Up Next is is like just salivating over because he is he's a massive fan of of Kyrie. He has a life size cutout. I have seen it in person in his in his in his apartment. So you know, huge fan of Kyrie. I mean, she's great. I too am a big fan, but I do not possess a cardboard cutout of any wrestler in my household. Listen, <laughs> it, it, it's like not it's, yet. Anyway, between. <laughs> You know, like Davey Portman, Brayden Harrington, and and like the you know, and Benno. You know, like have you ever been on a Zoom call with that guy? And like you see the his background. <laughs> I'm like, one time I just said, Benno, you you need to cover up that Hulk Hogan behind you, man. Like I can't do a podcast if I if I'm seeing Hulk Hogan images behind during the whole podcast. So, anyways, let's continue. <laughs> Let, let's run down the rest of the card. Then we continue with uh, Saya Kamatani will defend the Wonder of Storm Championship against her. Aphrodite tag team partner Queen's Quest uh, stablemate Utami Hayashi Shita. and then the show will close out and would could possibly begin the end of Donna Del Mondo with Shuri defending her World of Stardom Championship against Julia and Shuri will be rolling in with a mystery bodyguard a bodyguard because, yes they 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 had their last tag together as Ali Kaba but in their post match promo they've decided that they're probably not going to be together much longer mm. but with all of prominence showing up and causing trouble and uh, i believe oh risa sarah is going to ch- eventually hopefully challenge shuri for the world of storm championship when she's done defending 
this coming weekend. Right. But prominence is they they have a fifth member, uh Kurumi, who is not been booked on any stardom match, but she's been joining them at ringside. So I feel like she could be the reason for the bodyguard, or Churi could be genuinely concerned that, you know, since Julia had her little project where she was a masked assailant for three months, that she could be bringing somebody else to be her second. So you have any like guesses as to who the, this bodyguard might be? Someone made a joke about it being Hideki Suzuki, and I seriously doubt it's going to be Hideki Suzuki. Nah, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> um, I have no idea. Uh, I Hopefully it'll be a surprise. Hopefully it'll Did, be somebody no. we know. Now, that being said, do you think it's a male wrestler or a female wrestler? I'm hoping it's a female wrestler. I, cause I, I don't really feel the need that stardom needs to have male seconds and male no. backup. Um, I would be curious to because of uh, Shuri's long reach on the indies, who it could be. Mm. But I'm curious if it would be somebody who would be possibly a like a a trigger or problematic for Julia. Oh, who could that be? Someone from I, Ice Ribbon, then. I mean, some of the Ice Ribbon girls are retiring very soon, so somebody could come over and cause a little trouble on the way out. I don't know. I mean, the big one would be, I think, Sakasa Fujimoto. Oh, could you imagine? But I, I don't think... You really might hear fun. me all the way from Orlando, Florida. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> think she'll leave Ice Ribbon to, to do that role, you know what I mean? Like, no, she, but she is going on an indefinite leave of absence starting next month. She's recently gotten married, and she announced that uh, her and, I believe, Scushi... She's another one that's retiring in the next month or so from Ice Ribbon. So we will see. We'll find out very soon after you listen to this. You know, it might the card might be happening. You might already know yeah. who the bodyguard is. But but anyways, let's 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 before we move on to the next, you know, the twenty-seventh, yeah. let's let's talk about your predictions for maybe just the championship matches. Okay. Uh, let me scroll back up real quick. Um I personally I would like Hanan to have a long run with the belt i'm 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 not a fan of hot potatoing titles Mm. um so i'd like hanan to keep the future title uh i could see hazuki and koguma dropping the goddess's belt to starlight kid and momo watanabe because starlight kid is so they've strapped the rocket to her and she's like lightning right now um saya will probably keep hers and i think and like like hanan shuri is dead in the water if she doesn't keep the World of Stardom Championship. She's fought too long and too hard to keep it. Julia doesn't need a belt. She's got her... She, prominence is still here. Julia needs to take care of all of that before she even thinks about, you know, being World of Stardom Champion. Right. I, I'm going to probably echo your sentiments. I I do think probably Hanan needs to keep the belt, so she's probably going to keep it. I, I don't think Rena is, like, ready for, for a belt yeah, right no. now. Um, as far as FWC versus Black Desire, I, 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 I would like FWC to keep it, but I think like they don't need it. Like yeah. Starlight Kid needs, since she lost the, uh, the high speed title, she needs some gold around her waist and, and it's, it'd be great for her and Momo Tanabe to, to have those titles. And I think they're a very good duo. So yes. I think, you know, the high quality of, of, of tag team champions is going to continue with, yes. with the, if, if Black Desire does win the belts. So, and then final, and then, uh, yeah, for the Wonder, the White Belt, I don't see Saya losing the title. Like, no. I, again, Itami doesn't need need the belt, 
Like, and yeah. I think you, she is the big project, Sayaka Mitani, for, yeah. for stardom. And then Sherry versus Julia. I, 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 honestly, this is one thing I love about stardom is that it could go either way. Yeah. I can see the argument to put it on Julia to cement her in that top position because she's, that's the one thing she'll, she'll need to like just cement her on the Mayu Iwatani level to, to cement her on that, that level, like that Utami level. She's just beneath those two, right? And in, in my opinion, yeah. But like, but she doesn't need it now. Like, eventually she'll get it, and you can build a big match for that. Maybe for like the, the year end show at the end of this year. Yeah, and, and before and before she lost the white belt to Tam last year, she had a good run with the Wonder of Stardom Championship. So again, they, they, Julia is one of those people that they can put a belt on whatever they feel like it because there's no shortage of belts in Stardom. But yeah. again, she's on that level where. She'll eventually get the red belt. I just don't think she needs it right now. I think Shuri's fought the long, hard like road to get it. So just like putting it on her for like three months and then taking off her, it just doesn't with minimal defenses. It just doesn't. It, they don't usually hot shot the, the red belt. No, they, they, they unless they're just... leaving the company for good. Yeah. No, no, they like to keep it on on people and, and establish them in that in that role. Like they're very like Rossi Ogawa is very very uh, conscientious about who he's going to pick to be the, the the top the top title holder in stardom so like everyone like you know from when i started watching it was like you know tony storm and then then it went to like tony storm lose to i can't, I can't remember like was it Kyrie? no not Kyrie, because Kyrie has already gone to wwe at that point so it's like you know like io was still there but she wasn't was she the red champion? I can't remember. I don't know. But anyways, like er, you know, like everyone, like since then, since the time I started watching Stardom, you know, a couple like four years ago, has been okay. Makes sense. That makes sense. Up to like Utami is like okay, she's the supernova rookie. We're gonna strap her with the red belt, and she did wonders with that belt. So she sure did. Yeah. So and then finally for this for the twenty sixth show, the the tag match Mayu and and uh, Kyrie. Two two thirds of freedom, uh, getting back together to take on Cosmic Angels. Who do you, who do you think is going to win that match? I, I feel I feel like Kyrie has to win. I agree. You you don't go through all of the trouble of you know bringing her back and the, the pomp and circumstance and the special press conference and the the long story long term storytelling of who the mystery guest is just for her to show up and lose. I have a feeling sh- Tam's Tam and Unagi are going to give a good fight. Um, Tam's inability to beat Mayu will probably come into play and keep Tam busy. So I feel like Kyrie's going to end up pinning Unagi at some point. In that well, match. I mean that—that's why she's in the match. She's she's the pin eater, and that's fine because like they they did build that like, hey, I'm the gatekeeper here in Stardom, and I I take care of all the new people, and which you know like to say Kyrie is a new person to Stardom is is kind of funny, you know, yeah. because she's a founder of, of Stardom, <laughs> like a founding part of the original <laughs> dojo class, right? I believe she was either in the original class or was in the class immediately after it, but she's been, you know, she, she's one of the names that's synonymous with the company. Yeah. Like up even there after with... she left to go to WWE, people still talk about Kyrie Hojo. Yeah. So. so, I mean, she's up there with like, you know, people like, you know, Mayu and, and, and back in the day, Yoshiko and, and, and Nanai Takahashi, who we'll talk about it a little bit before we end this show but let's let's go to the 27th right. I'll, I'll run through this card so so either hanan or rena will take on my sakurai for the um, future starting championship i i feel whoever 
whoever wins, I think it's going to be Hanan, and I think she'll retain over over my Sakurai here. Uh, Unagi Sayaka versus Mina Shirakawa versus Lady C versus uh, Miyu Amasaki versus Saki Kashima versus Raka versus Saida versus Momokogo versus Wakasukiyama versus Tomoka Inaba versus Aoi versus Haruka Umasaki versus Nami versus Maria versus I Hozan versus Mei Suruga versus uh, Yuna Mizumori versus TBA in the Cinderella scramble match. And, and what is the Cinderella scramble match, Karen? It's kind of like a rumble, I guess, where they're, or it's either a rumble or a battle royal. They're just all going to be in there trying to be the last girl standing. Well, do they win anything special? I don't think so. <laughs> Bragging rights, maybe, because I don't remember when Un- uh, Unagi won it at All Star Dream Cinderella last year. I don't think she got any anything out of it, unless she challenged that. That's when she first challenged for the white belt. Maybe, but maybe I don't it's to get a. Uh, a spot or like maybe she's the winner will get a bye to the second round of cinderella who I, knows unless they because they've already released the tournament bracket for that and the only two people that have buys right now are utami and kamitani as the cha- the top cha- uh, title holders right and then well, there's like, there's like, a, like a eight match or really a large number of matches on the very first day of the cinderella tournament on uh april 3rd well, I mean, it's not like the New Japan Cup where what was that thirty eight people? Yeah, no, <laughs> so, it's it's. I believe it's thirty. Right, it's not forty eight or sixty five or one hundred and twenty nine or, or a, a, an exorbitant number of people. But it's literally every person in Stardom, including. I believe they've also brought back uh, Hina Rena's twin is finally coming back now that she's gotten into her high school choice and she's going to be coming back to Queen's Quest. Yeah, that's always weird to to say. Oh yeah, they're still in high school. Yeah, they're still yeah. in high school. Yeah, they're just I, I, they're just fifteen and seventeen. I've 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 if you if you've been listening to to me talk about stardom for the last several years, you'll know. Like I have my I have my feelings about high school students being in 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 the public eye like that. I, I'm not a huge fan of it. It is what it is. But like if I if I had my choice, I'd be like, hey, you guys can train, and you can be seconds. You're not debuting until like you finish high school. <laughs> that's just yeah. me. That's just me. Anyways, uh, let's continue. Uh, Saya Kamitani will defeat, or Utami Hayashishida will defend the Wonder of Stardom title against Mirai. Whoever wins that on, on the day before is not losing to Mirai. So that's, we'll just go continue with that. That one <laughs> is the loser of Kamitani Hayashishida. Uh-huh. Hayashishita, because right, that'll, okay. that'll be the number one. I believe it's a number one contenders match or something. But yeah, that that's the whomever loses the match the night before faces Mariah. Right. Oh, my my mistake. So I, I don't think Mariah. I mean, giving her kind of a big push though, aren't they? I mean, what her she showed up in like a, in January, and like three weeks later, she was challenging Sherry for the world belt. So. Mariah's probably one we have to keep our eye on this year. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, she is the future, after all. Uh, Hazuki will take on a uh, former teammate, Momo Watanabe. A lot of history here. Uh, Hazuki and Momo Watanabe were original members of Queen Quest, you know, along with Azumi. These are the these were the three, you know, girls that that Io Shirai recruited when she started Queen's Quest. So, and then there's a lot of like you know drama when Hazuki got recruited into Oedo uh, Tai, and now Mo- now she's back in with she's part of Stars now. And then Momo joined 
Oedo Tai betrayed Queen's Quest. So this should have this should be great. I think these two have great chemistry with one another, and there's so much history here. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it because I remember. I think I first started watching Stardom when they did when they used to have the Stardom draft, and the very first Stardom draft I watched was probably I think a month or so after I started watching, and that was the one where Hazuki got drafted into Oedo Tai, and it was this whole big thing. So I'm glad to see that they're going to have a singles match and it's one that doesn't need a title. So no, no, I think the fans like who are going to be there live will just be like, it's, oh that's, my a, God. that's a fan service match. It's, 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 it's a dream match. I think for a lot yeah. of, a lot of fans, let's go to uh, the next one uh, for the high speed championship. Uh, the current champion Azumi will take on either Kagoma Oh, we'll take on Kaguma and Natsupoi in a three way match. They, this is, this should just change this title to the three way match title i feel like it's 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 always a three-way title match and, and the, they rarely change hands on three ways i feel like it's just gonna whoever you know like azumi will retain and then one of the other two is just gonna say well i want a singles match now for that title i feel like koguma keeps getting shoehorned into the high speed championship matches because she is the high speed genius but she keeps end up ending up being the one that eats the pin. She's the bridesmaid, but never the bride. And, you know, Natsupoi is another one that she had a good 2021. But I don't feel like Natsupoi is going to be the one eating the pin in this match. I feel like it's going to be Koguma. Yeah. But I don't I don't think Rossi's going to shotgun the high-speed championship onto Koguma after Azumi fought this long to get it back off a of Starlight Kid. That's right. Like I, I think we're safe to say that Azumi will probably retain the probably. championship. Uh, following that will be a, a singles match. Kyrie will take on the dastardly Starlight Kid, and then judging by your smile, this must be one of the matches that you're looking forward to the most. All right. So since 2021 was a hard year because a lot of my favorites turned heel, including Starlight Kid. But for Starlight Kid, when she turned heel, it was the best thing for her. And the companies really leaned into her as a competitor, as a, a leader within of her faction. And I think this is the year where Starlight Kid might get a singles championship that is not the high speed championship. I think she is the she has the potential to be to be Wonder Stardom champion by the end of this year. So uh, getting that match with Kyrie, it's going to be a big deal. So who do you think is going to win that match? I think I think Kyrie's going to win, but she's going to Starlight. She's going to give. She's going to not give Starlight Kid a an outstanding performance, but she is going to bring out the best and make her work for it. And and probably endorse her after. Yeah, probably you know like which be is a great thing. Begrudgingly endorse her because you know Starlight Kid was the one that kind of like checked her in the back of the head at the press conference. When when Oedo Tai jumped Kyrie when she first came back, so but I think after Kyrie, uh, sorry, after Starlight Kid, there's going to hopefully, fingers crossed, we're going to get Kyrie versus Momo and Kyrie versus Natsuko Toro when she's cleared to come back, because they were the aggressors at the press conference, and she those they were all um, rookies when she left, and she's basically now trying to see where they've how far they've come in the five years she's been gone. Yeah, and. And like, correct me if I'm wrong. She's not in the Cinderella, Kyrie. Kyrie is not in the Cinderella tournament now. Right. So, but it's safe to say, like, you know, when they have like the next big show, that she's probably gonna have a match on the next big show that they have, whether uh, at, like yeah. say Corican or like in a bigger venue. Yeah. If if 
there's a big I'm, I'm guessing there's going to be a big card for the Cinderella tournament finals on the 29th of April. So we could probably see her come back then. But because the tour is split into like the tournament itself is split into three stops. I, I don't see her like being in any of the undercard matches. I feel like she's kind of like going to be at least for the time being, because she's a freelancer, they're going to bring her in for like the big show at the end of the month, each month possibly, but nothing like she's not going to be doing like Korako and sh- like small Korako and shows or like going up to Niigata or out to like Morioka or anything like that. She could go up to like, you know, like, you know, Sendai cause she wants to go visit, you know, Mako Satomura or the the girls at the Sendai girls or something like that. She should go like, back home to Yamaguchi, get a, get a homecoming in her home, pre- tiny, tiny prefecture of Yamaguchi. <laughs> I can see them doing that. It would get a huge pop if the, if she ended up going there. Um, but following this, uh, the, the singles match between Kyrie and Starlight Kid, we're going to have an eight woman tag team title, ma- a tag, t- tag team match, not a title match. It's, it's just a, but it's going to be Donna Del Mundo taking on, the members of prominence uh, and this is kind of like a blood feud i can see this becoming like an all-out war the, and this goes back to what we were talking about earlier about uh sherry versus julia donna del mundo is basically getting stuck dealing with julia's ex you know her her, her pre-stardom drama has just showed up at the doorstep of stardom and Donna Del Mundo by association with julia is like getting saddled with julia's problems so it's one of those things where, honestly, I'm hoping Julia doesn't win because Julia needs to be the fifth ma- a fifth woman in the corner for this match because I can guarantee you that, you know, as we said before, Kurumi, the fifth member of prominence, she's not included in this match. She'll be at ringside. And if Julia wants numbers or at least somebody to be, you know, help her with prominence after this, this coming weekend, she, she needs to show up and show out. Yeah, and not make her colleagues fight her battle for her. We'll see what happens. Yeah, just in case people are wondering what the deal is with the members of prominence and, and Julia, the, where's the heat? There's legit heat there because these 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 the members of prominence are all from uh, Ice Ribbon. Yes. So, and Julia used to work in Ice Ribbon. That's where she started, yep. and and like she 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 declared. You know, I'm going to leave Ice Ribbon. I'm retiring from wrestling. But she didn't retire from wrestling. She jumped to stardom. Because this is like, this is right, I think, very shortly after the, the, the Bushiro purchase. They were in acquisition it was, mode. It was around that time, yeah. She, she was their first real big acquisition. And it caused a lot of problems because she didn't fulfill certain bookings. Um, so I, I forget, is it, who, who was it that had to postpone their retirement? Is this? Kushi? I have no idea. Like I just remember it being this very big deal that there was a miscommunication about when one contract was ending and when the other one was starting and if there was any overlap and Yeah. It got sorted out very quickly and very under the radar, but the under the table that- more likely like here's some here's some yen yeah. like uh tied you guys over. But with prominence showing up at the beginning of this year and and kind of airing out Julia's dirty laundry in a very public forum as part of the storyline to bring them into stardom, it it kind of it's kind of raising a lot of eyebrows. It's kind of making making people scratch their heads. And I'm just I just don't want to see Donna Del Mundo fall to pieces because of you know. 
outstanding debt as it were (laughs) i'm I'm all here for real life drama being used in angles and stuff it just if it if it enhances the heat it's all good if it's not like anything super inappropriate or anything like that bring the heat bring the real life drama i'm all for it so i I think this is going to be a fantastic match definitely one oh it'll be great keep your eye out on and then uh for the wonder stardom championship it'll be either saya kamitani or tamika shishida i think it's going to be saya will take on former champion Tom Nakano and I think there's more history with Saya versus Tom because you know yeah. Tom was the person that lost the title to Saya so like this is kind of the rematch there's the mentor you know um apprentice relationship that Tam has with with Saya so there's a lot of bu- more built-in storyline with with Tom taking on Saya for this title and I- I'm gonna say that Saya probably retains in this match as well I I would agree I the thing about the thing about Tam is that she's she had to fight the long the long fight with series with Julia to finally win this, the white belt and she had a good run with the white belt. She's another one that I think they're getting ready to poise for the red belt eventually. Don't know if it's going to be this year or not, but I I don't think Tam's another one that, you know, she's so popular she doesn't need a championship all the time. And I believe she and Shirakawa and Unagi are going to be challenging for the artist's belts again at some point in the near future. I have to check my notes. But, again, it's not... She doesn't need need to shorten Saya's reign by just getting the belt back after, like, two defenses. No, and, and that's one of the great things about stardom. One of the things I like about it is that you have all these people that are ready to yeah. to become like aces of sorts in the company or join that 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 elite level that elite class at the top of stardom you have tam you have you know starlight kid you 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 have like mayu always is going to be in the the running to be a champion of like either the white belt or the or, or the red belt and that's the great thing about it tommy's going to be the champion again i'm sure in her career and and it's great and julia is going to get that red belt at some point as well. Shiri's Shiri's gonna have a very good reign, I hope. And I, I believe she's gonna have a good reign. So it's 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 what makes stardom like my my favorite promotion right now in the world. And like I'm I'm so excited about this. But let but let's talk about the last match. So it will be either Shuri or Julia. Probably probably Shuri will take on uh the 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 you know the 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 icon of stardom, Mayu Iwatani for the World of Stardom Championship. And what's your prediction for this match? I mean, Mayu is another one where she 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 held the belt for a very long time. She's held the belt more than one time. She doesn't need the belt. I would love to see what kind of high-level match Shuri could get out of her. But the other problem is, is that Julia and Mayu, I believe they they've wrestled before, but it's always been time limit draws. I don't remember if one has actually beaten the other one but i could be wrong mm-hmm. um but i again i want it to be i want it to be sure i want sherry to walk i want sure to walk out this weekend still a red belt champion i want her to walk into the tournament red belt champion i mean the way the way stardom books i can see like sherry beats julia night one she then you know c- cements herself by beating mayu and then and then she c- continues for the rest of the year to be the red champion red champion and then you you just build up julia to to like build up for the next big you know but probably end of the year show 
Yeah. That seems to be like their Wrestle Kingdom now is like the the the, the Queendom. Know, the Queendom show is yeah. at you know end of December. I think that's probably where they're gonna crown Julia. And it's probably gonna be against Sherry. Because like they're they're really building this 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 like rivalry of these former tag partners. Yeah. Of like being now like becoming heated rivals against one each other against one another. And I I, I feel like you know Sherry's like gonna debut her her new bodyguard. And then she's probably going to slowly but surely debut other people to join, make a create a new a new faction within Stardom. I have I have this gut feeling that Donna Del Mundo is going to end up being split in half. Mm. Um, I my my feeling is is that with bringing Mariah and Tekla in, those are two pretty much, in my opinion, locks to be with Julia. Yeah, Micah. Would pro- be would of Micah, Himeka, and Natsupoi. Micah is the one I could see leaving Julia or to join Julia because she was the very first one that Julia brought into stardom. But at the same time, I also see Natsupoi saying, I don't want to deal with any of this and go run off and join Kyrie. <laughs> so that's, that's entirely possible because, it, like, it, you know, they did the angle there. Where she's yeah. like, I'm, I, you're like, did you ever see the the videos on Stardom World where it was like Kyrie, they like Stardom created this like this fitness class with Kyrie, I, Natsupoi, and and, and uh, uh, Sariano. It's very funny stuff. I will have to chase that up. I will have to deep dive in the Stardom World archives. I have never seen that. I didn't know that was a thing. It was a so. legit. They started a fitness class, like fans. Would you know? I think fans would pay for the opportunity to do like an aerobics class or something like that with 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 Kyrie. Uh, that's Man, I, I want to go to Kyrie's gym because Kyrie is jacked right now. She's got abs. She's got great arms. She's doing all the cross training. Whatever she's doing at her her new twenty uh, four hour gym, it's working for her. Yeah, I mean, like. Maybe Sariano is going to be like showing up at that gym. Maybe she's going to show up in stardom. Who knows? She's got history with the company. We'll see. But this 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 wraps up our our uh, preview for these uh, these two big stardom shows that are going to be happening this weekend, and uh, it's going to be very very exciting. And and for for all the fans who want to get uh, you know the analysis of these two shows, keep an eye at postwrestling.com because Karen over here, is I got going you. To be, she's going to be doing. The reviews on and the written reviews that are second to none on our site. Oh, like, thank you. You know, like you know, what does John John always say? John always says like it's like reading an essay. On, I, on, or like, it's a newsletter. It's, my, it's a my, newsletter. My, my it's, newsletter to start them. It's it's your own like you know the wrestling observer has got nothing on 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 Karen here when it comes to stardom the stardom observer maybe i don't know <laughs> i'm more uh, stardom observant than an yeah. observer maybe so i don't great. know it's great we have you we have mark mark buckledy doing all our you know some of our new japan coverage and uh pretty much all of our our ddt coverage which is great i don't want to watch ddt i'm not a fan it doesn't do anything for me but anyways that 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 is that let's move on Let's stay in the Bushiroad Road family. We're going to move on to New Japan Pro Wrestling. And we're going to talk about the upcoming uh, cards, which is also this weekend. So the two companies that are owned by Bushiroad Road are, are having kind of competing shows with one another um, in different cities, of course. But still, you know, it's going to be kind of, you know, competing for like who, you know, view like live viewing audiences, I suppose. Does that make sense? Yes, that does. 
Yeah. So New Japan uh, on March 26th will hold their semifinals for their New Japan Cup. This is happening in Osaka, I believe. Yes. Yes. At Edion Arena? Yes, probably. <laughs> I don't see this being an Osaka Joe Hall like no, card. No, I don't think it was Osaka Joe Hall. I'll check while yes. you start talking. <laughs> have, you, have you ever been to Edion? Edion Arena. I have not, but I have been to Osaka Joe Hall, but not for wrestling. I've been to concerts there. Yes, so I've 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 been to Osaka Joe Hall for 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 New Japan for wrestling, and I've been to Edion Arena. I tend to prefer. It is Osa- Sorry, it is Osaka Joe Hall. Is it Osaka Joe Hall? Yep, Osaka Joe Hall. Two, two days. Hey, <laughs> oh, I, well, I'm you know the the big thing then for me is going to be checking the attendance of those shows because like we'll see. It's I think Edion Arena would have been better. It's easier to get to than, you know, because it's in the heart of downtown Osaka. Yeah. If you go if you go to like uh, the Namba area, which is like basically the Shinjuku area, you know, equivalent of Tokyo. But let me tell you something about Edion Arena, Karen. Their air conditioning is fucking awesome. Oh, I do love some good air conditioning. Yeah, especially this summer. I was Ooh. like, is this going to because I've seen the G1 like at least three times in Edion Arena. And every time I've went there, my God, I was like. Wow, I'm so happy! It's way better than than Sumo Hall in the summer. So there you go. Good so if, you, if if you're gonna see a wrestling show in Osaka, it's at Edion Arena. Do not worry, you will be comfortable. Yes, but not Sumo Hall. I love Sumo Hall, but not in the summer. I'm never gonna go back to the Sumo Hall in the summer. But let, let's take take a look at this card. It's it's a pretty loaded card. They're gonna have pretty much everyone on the show. Let let's run through. Let's let's take turns. I'll start off. The, there's an opening. Uh, you know, uh, was it a ten man here? Hiroshi yes. Tanahashi, Tamatanga, Tangaloa, who, who have left Bullet Club. They're, they've joined. They joined the the regular army here. Uh, Ryusuke Taguchi and Master Wado, very odd grouping here. <laughs> versus uh, Bad Luck Fale, Chase Owens, Ghetto, Taiji Shimori, and El Desperado. So it's like you know, uh, no, that can't be right. El El Fantasmo. El Fantasmo. Yes. Okay. So basically. <laughs> Yes, we sorry. Elephant. It's too many L's in uh in in uh in this company maybe. Um it's basically pretty much everyone I hate in Bullet Club, you know? I hate Fale, <laughs> I hate Chase Owens, Ghetto, I hate I hate Ghetto. Who else do I hate? And I hate El Fantasmo. They're, they're and these are all wrestlers like like if they all like disappear, they went to wrestle in you know, some company I never wanted to watch again. I, I would, I would not be ha- sad about this. Taiji Shimori can stay. Like it's fine. Everyone else can go. You know, fuck off or whatever. I don't care. Uh, but yeah, what, what, what are your thoughts about this match here, Karen? Call me sentimental, but see, I'm, I'm excited to see Tama Tonga wrestle next, next to not against hiroshi tanahashi for the first time in a very 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 long time um that's just that's just the shameless fangirl in me and you know when it comes to tanahashi i get i get get all i have a soft spot for him so it's fine um i i am curious to see how they continue to wrestle as baby faces along especially alongside taguchi and wato um (laughs) Well, I mean, Taguchi's his own, like, kind of a, you know, bag, bag, you know, bag of tricks, I, I suppose. I, I, I want, I want to, because I know that right now it's kind of Hontai is getting tangled into the Bullet Club 
situation, kind of like when, you know, Jade def- defected from Chaos, Hantai and Chaos got thrown together in- to fight Bullet Club at that time. And I feel like that's starting to happen again. But they're also splintering it at the same time with throwing House of Torture at Suzuki-Goon and kind of removing them from the situation. But it's like, I don't know if Tama Tonga and Tonga Loa are technically turning babyface or are babyface or just being taken in by the babyfaces because they have nowhere else to go right now. Right. It's uh, some more of a ghetto's long-term booking here. I, I don't want to say that I'm angry at Ghetto, but it like the way that it was explained on commentary, it made it seem like it was less of Jay White kicking Tama Tonga out of Bullet Club than Ghetto and Jado having their breakup after 33 years. I just don't know anymore. Yeah, like that. That's where you want to place the the emphasis on commentary. Is is like Ghetto and fucking Jado, two guys who have no business being in the ring anymore. Anyways, next, let, let's Karen, let's. Go go for the next match, please. All right, so we've got uh, K- well, it's a mixture of chaos with Tomohiro Ishii, Toru Yano, and Togi Makabe against Taichi, Minoru Suzuki, and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. It's it's Great Bash Heel. Yeah, it's a reunited Great Bash Heel there with uh, with Ishii, Yano, and, and Makabe there. Um, yeah, what's the story behind this match? If it, if there is one, I have honestly, I haven't paid attention to it. I feel like it was just thrown together. Basically, to make make some some semblance of a fresh fresh pairing or fresh to newer fans pairing, because I don't remember seeing Ishii and, and Makabe ta- tagging together any time that I can remember in recent history. So, well, yeah, it it seems very much like you know your rando, you know, six man tag on a Japanese cart to to like just fill out space and give people something to do. Again, again, uh, it's chaos and Hontai being kind of blurred together because their numbers are dwindling, so... Yes, yeah, probably. Anyways, next match, six-man tag, El Desperado, uh, uh, Takamichinochiku, who I call El Desperation, that's my nickname for him, uh, and and Doki, taking on uh, House of Torture, Show, Evil, and uh, Yujiro Takahashi. I, I know you're a big Show fan, I, I, I like Show, I'm not really keen on this current incarnation of Show. I can skip this match, this is probably, if I was there live, Karen, this is where I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to go see what's uh, what merchandise is, is out there that I want to buy. As as a longtime Sho and Yo fan, the the evolution of Sho and Yo into their current incarnations has been a bit of a challenge for me. There are yes. times when I really, really love it. There are times when I really, really hate it. Um, my problem is right now is that they're, you know, they're pushing Sho into the program with, with Desperado for the title. But no matter how I look at it, I don't see Show winning the championship as he is right now. But I guess it'll be fun. But I again, it's I don't know how separate House of Torch is going to be from Bullet Club after all of it, this blows I, over. I, I predict that uh, Dick Togo is going to do a run in and and garrot somebody. That's my big prediction for this match. Uh, I mean. It'll probably be Taka because everybody hates Taka, apparently. El <laughs> Desperation, Taka he's, Michinoku. He, he's the one that gets he gets all the beatings and all the beatdowns, so. I feel as they're sending him a message for embarrassing them with his, like, the revelations about, about his behavior. Anyways, uh, next, go ahead, Karen. Uh, Hiroki Goto, Tomaki Hama, and Tiger Mask versus 
the the one that everyone keeps talking about, Shima T Hawk and L Lindeman from Glate. So that's right, Strong Hearts. Hashtag Strong Hearts. How familiar were you with the Strong Hearts before they came into New Japan, Karen? Uh, well, I do occasionally watch the Glate. I enjoy Glate very much. So I um. Am I familiar with the extreme depth of them? Have I caught up with them recently? Not so much, but because there's just so much wrestling to watch right lately. But I am excited, and I am glad that this wasn't just a one-off from uh, earlier in the year. So they're everywhere, Strong Hearts. They're they they're they're in fucking Gleet, and it's Gleet, by the way. I don't fucking care that they say great. They, you should have spelled with a fucking R, all right? I'm going to call it fucking Gleet. <laughs> the devil works hard, but Shima works harder because he is everywhere. <laughs> He's everywhere. They're in fucking all Japan. They, they, they're they probably going to show up in fucking Noah at some point. That's my prediction, <laughs> you know? And of course, you know, like, and here in New Japan. So, like, Lindemann, Lindemann, Tiag, the more exposure these guys get, the more, the more different people they wrestle. It's great for them, you know? I don't think, hopefully, Lindemann is not taking the fall because he is the G-Rex champion of Gleet. So he better not be taking the fall. Like it's you know. either, I think it's either going to be Tiger Mask, Hanma, or T... I, I don't want it to be T-Hawk, but it'll probably be Hanma, I think. Probably. Like, I don't I don't see where, like, you know, Hontai needs to, to win this match. So it, it's probably going to be Hanma. Hanma can take take the pin. He's, he's fine. He's <laughs> fine. Doesn't matter if he... He's just known as being guy eats the pins anyways anyways uh next match yo and this is very confusing yo and yoshihashi uh all caps team all caps here versus uh the 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 uh, united empires uh great okan and jeff cobb here um seems a little odd to put like you know one of these guys like yo here being a junior heavyweight against two two really beefy dudes in united empire especially with jeff cobb I feel like they just wanted Yo on the card, <laughs> and Jeff Cobb's probably gonna yeet Yo into the fifth row. <laughs> yeah, he's he's getting suplexed. <laughs> I love Yo and chair. I love Jeff Cobb, but I feel like Jeff Cobb's just gonna whoop and just like launch him out yeah. of the ring somewhere. I think he's he's planning him into the mat with a power bomb. That's just my 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 prediction in that match. He's getting well. he's getting the tour of the islands. I don't think Yoshihashi's going to be the one biting the bullet on this one. No. It, it, he could cuz then it could set up a, a tag team title match. Yeah. Great Khan if if one or, of them pitch I mean, yeah. Yo could stage the upset, pin Great Khan, who knows. I don't think that's happening. <laughs> it's New Japan. They're always not feeding like someone that they have a high high hype for in the heavyweight division. I know. Anyways. Uh next match, who is it? You or me? Uh, my turn. It would be Hiromu Takahashi and Bushi versus Will Ospreay and Aaron Hanare. Okay, again, this is these two. Hiromu and Bushi are junior heavyweights, and Ospreay and Hanare are uh, heavyweights. So this is kind of an interesting match pairing. What's the, what's the story behind behind this, Karen? Uh, I think they're out for vengeance for Sonata after he got his his orbital bone fractured in that match against Osprey. Um. I feel like it's also going to turn into the Osprey and, and Hiromu show because they have that history together as junior right. they were in uh, when uh they were in junior heavyweights and fighting for the uh IWGP junior heavyweight championship. Um I feel like it's probably going to come down to Bushi being the one that's going to end up getting pinned in this one. <laughs> probably. But he's going to get a good get a good win here though. 
That'd be nice. Bushi will probably get pinned by Hanare. Yeah, that's okay. While like Osprey Hanare. and Hiromu fight all over the arena doing stupid and crazy things. You know, it'd be great if this leads to like a extended program with Osprey and, and Hiromu and it, and it culminates in a hair versus hair match that Osprey loses. And then we can finally be rid of that stupid Chia pet that he's got growing on his fucking head. I would, I would not be mad at that. That has got to be one of the stupidest it, fucking things Osprey it, has done in recent years is that fucking haircut. It's He's had many hairstyles, but this one, it's not flattering. No, he looks and, like an idiot. And, and I'm, I, 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 people who follow me know I'm not the biggest Osprey fan, but it's just like, I just want to sit him down and be like, honey, this haircut is not it. It's, it's really not, not it. It doesn't, belo- it's not a star haircut. No. It's not a fucking star haircut. Listen, you might as well exactly. just grow. It's, it's, it's not top tier star no. haircut. He might as well grow a fucking mullet. That's all I got to say. You Ugh, know, the no. chia pet, the chia pet's totally is worse than a mullet. Some people can pull off a mullet. Look at Shinko Takagi. He can pull off a mullet. Osprey, the, the chia pet, gotta go. That's all or, I'm gonna say. Or maybe he needs some product in it. I don't know. It's just it, it just it just something doesn't look right about it. Listen, no, no, nobody needs like a fucking fade with a perm. No one. It's 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 just wrong to have. All right. Now we get to the New Japan, New Japan Cup semifinal matches. So we whittled down the, the field of 1,000 wrestlers into four people. Uh, first match will be Shinko Takagi taking on Zack Sabre Jr. And, and uh, my, my wild prediction for this is going to be Zack Sabre Jr. beating Shingo in this match. See, I keep going back and forth about this one for two reasons. Of the four finalists, Shingo's the only one who hasn't won the New Japan Cup. But of the four finalists, Zach's the only one who hasn't won the world championship or a world heavyweight championship or mm-hmm. a heavyweight championship because <laughs> there's so many of them. Um, oh, God. I mean, gun to my head. I feel I feel like the match is they're going to go for the one that they didn't get, which was when Naito got hurt in the G1. I feel like it's going to be Shingo Naito, but I could be wrong. Mm, I. I would I would save that for something else personally. Like I would save that for a G one final, to be honest with you, if you're gonna do that. Yeah. So I think that, you know, G one, let's be honest, G one greater than New Japan Cup. I think it's gonna be Zach. In, in fact, let's 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 go to the next the, the second fi- semifinals. Go ahead, Karen. Uh and the other one is Katsuchiko Okada versus Tetsu Naito. And and who do you have winning that particular match? I mean, I, from when I did my brackets at the beginning, I had Naito going all the way to the finals anyway. So okay. I, I have Naito going. I would I would love to see Naito versus Zach or Naito versus Shingo. Oh, I don't think they're going to have Okada go into the final. No, he so, doesn't really need to, right? He's champion. He doesn't need to win the, it. Yeah, he doesn't need to. I mean, every, I mean, people are saying, well, it's a 50th anniversary. Okada could probably be the one to win it again and pick his challenger, but... Where's the fun in that? I want to see Okada eat an L. <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing with like, because then the finals will be on the, like the Sunday, right? So, um, so it's it's probably already sold as many tickets as you're going to sell for it. Like, if you have uh, Shingo versus Naito as your main event for the finals, like that will sell more tickets. Obviously, I think there'd be great walk up. But again, I think that's something you build towards for yeah. a bigger card, and you advertise it at re- like a month ahead of time that Shingo is going to finally face Naito and you sell at a bigger building than Osaka yeah. Joe Hall. Like, you know, there's like, you can do the, you, 
Yokohama or 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 one of the stadiums if they do another stadium show yeah. over the summertime. Then those that's where I would save that. So I feel it's going to be Naito. I don't think Okada needs to win to go into the semifinals. I think it's going to be Naito versus Zack Saber Jr. That would be a great and, match. And and I think Zack Saber Jr. will win Ooh, the New Japan Cup. Spicy. Um, I, I like. I was listening to you know JP and Ben over at Grapple, and 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 I think I do. I, I do love those guys. Yeah, they're guy. And I think I forget. I think it was JP who made the point of like, you know, give it give it to Zach. This could be like, hey, thank you for staying. Thank you for 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 being loyal and 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 stay, sticking it out with us and learning Japanese and just being like you know one of the few people who's like not not problematic in our company, especially one of the foreigners not being problematic in our company. So I, and, and why not? You know what? Like I think at some point Zack Sabre Jr. Should get a massive push and join that elite company in, in the, in the top tier of new Japan. He's put in the work. And when they split techers up for them to, you know, do the G one and to go into the new Japan cup and everything, I've been hoping that Zack Sabre Jr. Would have a singles title in new Japan that wasn't the Rev Pro British Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> you mean the IWGP British Heavyweight Championship? Because that's basically what it was. It was an yeah, IWGP or, branded or, or, title. Uh, the, the, the never <laughs> British Openweight Championship. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things where it's like Zach, regardless of the pandemic, he stayed. He did the work. He, he worked all the tours. He... He was more a company man than other people who were being pushed above him and before him. And as he got pushed further and further back in the line, he, I don't, he, I don't, I don't know if they would do back to back years of foreigners winning the New Japan Cup, especially having him win it a second time, though. But they could prove me wrong. He's he should have got the push. Osprey should have got. Actually, oh, I got, agree. He should be know. the leader of the United Empire. What are you talking about? Yeah, he. That's my spicy take. I bet that's. I don't think it's spicy. No, you don't. But I know that the Osprey fans are going to come for me for that. But honestly, Zach fucking cares about them. I don't. Zach should have been the one to head up the United Empire. Zach, Zach should leave Suzuki Gun. Just I'm just saying that, and he should like actually form his own faction like as well like i don't i don't think it serves his, him his any merry band of techers all his technical guys no i i think he has to break away from minor suzuki and like whether he keeps a relationship with tai chi or not is yeah is i think he has to break up from all of them and and really kind of forge his own path with his with his own hand-picked unit so to speak so we'll see what happens i but i i that's my spicy take as you like to say karen is, <laughs> is like is zach saber jr will will be a two-time new japan cup winner and he's going right. to beat Naito and then you're going to have a rematch with Okada and Zach it's always a great match if that happens I do not think Zach will beat Okada because I think they're going to probably keep the belt on Okada till till Wrestle Kingdom so because it's the 50th anniversary and he is you know he is pushed as the greatest champion in the history of the IWGP world title so yeah yeah like I mean I would put Tanahashi still above him in in historically same and, and i would i would also push you know like someone like shinya hashimoto uh, above okada and don't get me wrong i love okada i think he's one of the greatest wrestlers to to emerge in the last 20 years but he to me it's like you, you would have to do a lot to replace tanahashi and and someone and someone like shinya hashimoto in in my heart as like in the pantheon of iwgp world champions well and my thing is that okada's been 
you know, he's under 35 and he's done the world heavyweight championship multiple times with historic reigns. But I need him to do something different for like when KOPW first started two years ago, I thought he was going to have more of a hand in that as opposed to it being like Yano's gimmick title for his YouTube channel. And like, I kept hoping that, you know, we were going to get that tag team of him and Yoshihashi, but then they just threw him and Yoshihashi and Goto together, which it works for them. It worked for them great. But like, I need Okada to either start doing other things with other members of chaos and not just be the guy that has the top belt. Because I feel like Chaos has just kind of fallen apart underneath him with, you know, Osprey leaving and Jay leaving and Sho leaving. And Okada seems very nonplussed about it. He's like, oh, they can leave. It's fine. Like, he doesn't care or he seemingly doesn't care that, you know, people keep betraying Chaos and effing off and going elsewhere. So it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, I need him to act more like a leader as opposed to being the one that hogs the spotlight while everybody else just kind of keep tries to keep chaos working i also think he limits himself because he has i think gone on records to saying like he has no interest ever you know going for yeah. any other belt other than the, the the iwgp main title like i think if he found a great tag team partner he'd be he it would be great for him to hold the tag team titles um he should look at someone like jumbo saruta like jumbo saruta was the you know the ace of all japan for wrestling in the 80s and the 90s but he had no problem. Okay, someone else has got the singles title. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the tag team titles, and it makes it makes you know the tag team division relevant. It it elevates the tag team titles. So I I think if Okada like got his head out of his own ass, so to speak, and just said, you know what, I I'm gonna go for these tag team titles with so and so. Like yeah. I don't know who it would be, but you know, pick a partner for him. And and that's the hard thing is that since they merged the Intercontinental title into the World Championship. They've tried elevating the Never title, and for the for a while, you know, when Tanahashi had it, when Shingo had it, it was it was kind of starting to get there, but it never really fully got to the same level as the IC title. And now I feel they're kind of trying to do that with the US title, but they kind of hot shot it from like Tanahashi to Kenta to Tanahashi to Sonata, and now Sonata's injured, but is the champion. And it, it's one of those things where like, there's no they haven't properly solidified a secondary tight singles title. So you keep end up having the same like cycle of people circulating or, and hovering around the world championship when they really need to think of people besides the same people. Cause God forbid somebody gets hurt. You're up a Creek. Yeah. As we it's learned very, in the G one, when Naito had to drop out after the first match, when he lost it's, to Zach, it's, it's very WB to me. Like the way they yeah. put their titles in in, in New Japan right now, um, but yeah. So you have then you have like what's your prediction for the finals? Then you have uh, Takagi versus Naito. Is it, are you going to stick with that? Uh, well, see now that you said that, you know it's kind of a bigger match. I'm like, mm, I, I want Shingo to have it, but then again, we run into the same thing where we just had Shingo Okada in January. Zach hasn't fought. Night Okada in a very long time, so I wouldn't be upset with a Zach Naito final. Well, we we'll, we shall see. You know, as as uh, the next week rolls around, we'll see. What if the I can predict are. the future, I would not be in the current job I am now. I'd have well, a lot go. more money. <laughs> there you go. And and the uh, the finals card on the twenty seventh, we only know who it's going to be the the winners of each semifinal match going into the finals, and the rest of the card 
will will be determined the day will be announced the day of. So, uh, do you, do you see any big surprises happening? Uh, usually, something big happens at, at Osaka Joe Hall. I feel like someone's going to ret- show up. So maybe there's going to be a turn or something like that. What do you think, Karen? I mean, I they might do show Desperado as the semi main to get get that junior heavyweight championship match out of the way. Um, I don't know if they're going to load it up where they have all the people who lost, like um, like Watto and Suguchi are going to have to defend, I guess, against Bullet Club's cutest tag team again. Uh, but who's Bullet Club's cutest tag team? Uh, ELP and Ishimori. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Not no no no, but, no no universe do I ever consider El Fantasmi a cute person. <laughs> Sorry, um, but yeah, anyone showing any surprises? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to another Shibata match, but I don't know who would fight Shibata because Kent is not a hundred percent yet. So again, I feel you save that. You save Kent to Shibata for for like Wrestle Kingdom, maybe. Yeah. Or a G1 uh, match, a G1, yeah, you know, D1 finals, A block finals, or something the heart like that. Wants what the heart wants, though, man. I, I I just miss seeing all my favorites wrestle. Everyone, Everyone's going on the shelf right now. Like, Yo came off the shelf, and now Sonata's on the shelf. Naito was on the shelf. Shibata's back, but after, ever since January, we haven't seen him. Have, he hasn't been like showing up at New Japan strong at all. Like, if he is, he's backstage where nobody sees him. So. Maybe they're they're still figuring out if he can actually wrestle full time. Yeah, despite what he wants to do. Personally, so. I I would if I would save him for like a once in a while kind of thing, especially after like the news of Triple H and his whole heart situation this week. I'm mm. just like, you know what? I just want to like wrap everybody that in bubble wrap, Biggie and his neck, <laughs> wrap him in bubble. Like, like I want bubble boys and bubble girls all over the wow. world. Like I, wow. I just, I can't, I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to see people get hurt. I really. Well, can't. it's it's wrestling. People, I know people it's do a get hurt. That sport. It's it's it is part it of the is, appeal but... of wrestling in terms of like there's always that danger. I don't want to see people get hurt either. I I cringe when people do really stupid things, Kodobushi, uh, and, and and risk you know seriously. Injuring themselves or or even killing themselves, Kodabushi. Uh, but still, it's it's part part and parcel of being a wrestling fan. You 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 kind of accept that these things, high risk things happen. But let let's move on, Karen. Let's go to All Japan Pro Wrestling. I want to briefly touch upon some results from their uh, Champions Night Three show, a part of their 50th anniversary tour. Some matches that I was able to catch. Um, I, I will say uh, something you should go out with to watch is uh, Shotaro Shino taking on uh, Riki Honda, who've been feuding for the last couple of months. Uh, they had a last man standing match. And and unlike most last man standing matches, which is a stipulation, by the way, I hate. This was not a, like a super long match. It was only it was less than 13 minutes and it was booked really well. Um, so, yeah, go check it out. Uh, Shitaro Shino taking on Ryuki Honda. Very, very good last man standing match, which is, you know, rare for me to say about any kind of last man, many stand, last man standing match. I'm making a note right now. All right. And then uh, there was the return of your favorite, Jake Lee. Yay! He, welcome back, Jake. He, he joined uh, his, his team members in Total Eclipse of Koji Doi, Kumarashi, but you know, you know, it's always I always love saying Kumarashi because it means bear storm in English. Yep, 
We do love a good bear storm. Bear storm. Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, Also, Tajiri, Boo, and Yusuke Kodama. And they took on the the reuniting uh, legendary, legendary, I don't know, uh, heel heel faction of the voodoo murders. uh, Masayuki Kono, just called Kono, with all caps. Uh, Shuji Kondo, who I love, great wrestler. Suwama, uh, Toshizo, and the returning taru hopefully not returning permanently because i fucking hate taru he is such uh he's like he's like a he's like a he's like a you know a pimple on the ass of humanity as far as i'm concerned so hopefully it's only a one night return uh this went and i can't fucking believe this karen it went to a fucking no contest seriously you couldn't have fucking jake lee pin fucking taru or any of these other guys who don't work for the fucking company are you tajiri go fuck yourself is Tajiri the booker for All Japan? Yes, unfortunately he is. Got it. Yes. Okay. So, but anyways, we'll go to something that was actually really good. Go out of your way to see this. Kenta Miyahara successfully defended the Triple Crown title against uh, challenger Shuji Ishikawa. And this is a great match. And and anytime you have Ishikawa taking on Miyahara, it's great. Like, I, I would say, Mia, like, Ishikawa, Zeus... Uh, Suwama and uh, who else was a you know like before he he left all Japan? Naoya Nomura were gr- always guaranteed get great matches out of Kento and also Jake Lee. Great chemistry. Kento's a great wrestler. He can be a little goofy sometimes, but as a as an in ring worker who knows who who knows what to do and more importantly when to do it. That's the most important thing in being a professional wrestler, in my opinion. You can't beat Kento Miyahara and just. And I, I, I was saying to somebody on Twitter, 75% of all Japan is pretty good. Usually the stuff involving now, you know, like Kento as a triple crown champion and Jake Lee coming back and, and anything involving like the next dream boys and, and, and uh, Shitaro Shino and Suwama together is good stuff. Some of the other stuff you can just, you know, the undercard stuff is not that great, but as long as, as, long as the main event and the semi-main event scenes are good, I, I'm pretty happy with all Japan. I'm making notes on these batches. And I'm like, well, oh, that sounds really good. Sounds really good. That sounds really good. But but the main point we want to talk about with All Japan is like they they've announced all the matches for their Champion Carnival tournament for this year. Woo-hoo! And, and, and uh, over at postwrestling.com, John Pollock put together a great great listing, great article about all the matches and stuff like that. So go check that. Go check out John's John's excellent work over on the uh, pre- uh, kind of previewing the, the Champions Carnival. So let's talk about the blocks first of all. So A block consists of Jake Lee, Shuji Shikawa, Shitaro Shino, Ryuki Honda, Shigehiro Irie, and T-Hawk. Let's go. go. Let's go. <laughs> That's a great block there. It you is- know. It's a very robust block, and I'm here for it. I, I I I love this block, but you know what, Karen? I I might like B block maybe a little bit more. Are, and I'll are get, you sure? I I might like it just because of one particular person. So the B block has a current Triple Crown champion, Kenta Miyahara, Suwama. Uh, okay, it's not, this person, <laughs> it's not this person, Yoshitatsu. He can fuck off. That's not who I'm excited about. Yuma Aoyagi, I love Yuma Aoyagi. Kumarashi and. This is who I'm talking about, Karen, from Big Japan Pro Wrestling, one of my favorite wrestlers in the world right now, Takuya Nomura. Takuya Nomura in the Champion Carnival this year. I'm all here for it. Let's fucking go. And and I, you know, I can't see him 
really losing to too many people in this. Like outside of maybe Suwama and maybe Miyahara, I can see him getting quite a few points and, and going to Final Four maybe. Oh, okay. So that that's my that's my kind of hot take about that. But um, listen, like I I think for me, it's going to be Shitaro Ishino this year. He's got to he's got to win the whole thing. Ooh, that is a good shout. I I would be I would not be mad at that. But but let's look at the uh, the, the the matches. Not, maybe not all of them. I'll just go through the, like the big ones on each show. Uh, it begins April 9th in Osaka, probably at Edion Arena two because All Japan cannot sell out Edion Arena one, the main one that New Japan usually runs, and takes place over the course of uh, nine nine shows with the finals happening at Corken Hall on May fourth. If I was still in Japan, Karen, I would definitely go to this. If I was in, still in Japan, uh, Saturday, April 9th, we have Shuji Ishikawa taking on Shikahiro Irie, Jake Lee taking on Shitara Shino. That should be great. Uh, Riki Honda versus T Hawk, Miyahara versus Kumarashi, Suwama versus Yuma Aoyaki, and uh, Takuya Nomura versus Yoshitatsu. And, and if Yoshitatsu beats fucking Takuya Nomura, I will throw, I will throw all the, the, the insults I can find at one Tajiri. That's fair. Uh, Sunday, April 10th in uh, Hamatsu in uh, Shizuka Prefecture. Shuji Ishikawa versus T-Hawk. Uh, Miyahar versus Suwama. Uh, Nomura versus Aoyagi. This is, I, would, I would totally go to this show because like, you got this all, it's all like prime ribs here. It's, there's no fat on this thing at all, Karen. Like, and have, you been to, have you ever been to Hamatsu? I have not. Have you not? So you know, like, you know about Hamatsu Gyoza? I have heard the stories, and I do love some good gyoza. So you know how, like, it's you know what makes it special is like half of it's fried, and the other half of it is boiled. It's pretty good. It's I've had the it. best of both worlds. It's the best <laughs> of both worlds. I, I've had hamamatsu because I because I lived in Shizuoka. Mind you, Hama, getting to hamamatsu from Numazu by the Shinkansen, it takes longer than going to Tokyo. Which is, really? Yeah, it's really fun. It's, it's like on the western end of, of Shizuoka Prefecture as you go towards Osaka. Okay. But it's really far. But it's, it's a fun place. I really like going to Hamasu when I, when I, whenever I've been there. But uh, uh, Monday, April 11th, back to Corken Hall. Ashino versus T-Hawk. This is kind of a rematch of like when they were both in Wrestle 1 and they were feuding over the Wrestle 1 world title. So that's going to be an excellent, excellent match. Um uh, Jake Lee versus Ishikawa, Nomura versus Sawama. Oh, that should be good. And uh, uh, Yoshitatsu versus Kumarashi. This is like, like, oh, I, I really need to go relieve myself. And I'm going to go to the bathroom right now. That's that's my match. That that I and probably pretty much everyone else is probably going to use that as their washroom break. Uh, Wednesday, April 13th in Yokohama, Lee versus Irie should be good. Riki Honda versus Ashino. Um, they've like. Like I said, these guys have had like a really kind of a blood feud in, in all Japan recently. So that, that should be a really good heated match. Uh, Miyahara versus Nomura. Ooh. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's going to be good. Uh, uh, Friday, April 15th at Shinkiba First Ring. A, a venue you and I have both been to. Yes? Yes, I have been to Shinkiba. So one of my favorite places to watch all Japan actually is 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 uh, Shinkiba. Or have I ever seen all Japan at Shinkiba? Oh, wait, you know what? I've never seen All Japan. I've seen Stardom, and I've seen Big Japan. I've seen Shinkiba. Stardom in Shinkiba, and it's a, it's a very intimate venue. It's very small, but I, I, I ended up in the seats that were against the, the steel wall on the opposite to the doors, 
So the draft that came underneath the uh, the partition, it was not a good time for me. We were we were standing right beside we were sitting right beside the ramp. Like it was me, Martin Bushby, uh, his wife Lisa, John and Way. We were standing by the ramp. So like we're just like and we're just like, you know, like, oh, there's one of the wrestlers sitting on the apron in a tag match. And it's like, well, you don't want to have the unwanted male gaze, right? Like so we're like I feel like, okay, I gotta avert my eyes somewhere besides <laughs> the part texting partner of whoever's in the ring. Cause I don't yeah. want to be that person. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, uh, Which, as a female wrestling fan, I appreciate that. So thank you. Yeah. No, no, just, 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 just my, my own personal feeling. If you want to, you know, you know, like unveil your unwanted male gaze on, you know, women in wrestling, you be my guest. I, I'm not, I'm not condoning it or endorsing it. I just don't do it myself. Anyways, at Shinkiba, Ishikawa versus Ashino should be good. Irei versus Honda, eh, it should should be okay. Aoyagi versus Yoshitatsu, oh god, uh, yeah, I'm sure Yuma can get something out of Yoshitatsu here. And uh, Kumarashi versus Suwama, two big boys battling it out. Like, uh, should be all right. In Chiba, on the next uh, on the next day, we have T Hawk versus Irei, Battle of the Strong Hearts. They're both members of Strong Hearts. Uh, Jake Lee versus Ryuki Honda, which is interesting. Because Ryuki Honda is the one who took out Jake Lee accidentally, who injured him oh. for real. And then he joined Total Eclipse. So it's like, this is an interesting dynamic. Hey, he's the guy who injured you, but he's also now a member of your faction. And he's kind of like being pushed as kind of like the de facto leader of Total Eclipse while Jake was out. Oh, seemingly. spicy. So, yeah, Let's so, go. Oh, so this should, this should be kind of furthering their storyline. And and uh, former tag partners Kento Miyahara and Yoshitatsu will do battle. And listen, like if Kento Miyahara can't get a good fucking match out of you, there's something wrong with you. And I'm talking about Yoshitatsu here. And uh, finally, for that day is uh, Kumarashi versus Yuma Aoyagi. And then we will have uh, the last two block uh, shows, both emanating from Corican Hall. Uh, Jake Lee versus T Hawk. Oh. You, you, I, I know who you're gonna who you're gonna cheer for here, Karen. Like there's two like uh, I'm the dudes. winner of that match. Let's you're be the winner honest. of that match. They, they they have blessed me with an absolute peak handsome battle between two of my favorites. So thank thank you all Japan for your fan service. Uh, Irie versus Ashino, uh, Ishikawa versus Honda, and that that's all block A matches. And so usually you'll determine who the who the leader of who's gonna go into the finals from that show uh, from. A block. Block B, Miyahara versus Aoyagi. Next stream, imploding. Well, maybe not. We'll see. Uh, Suwama versus Yoshitatsu, whatever. And Kumarashi versus Takuya Nomura. And then the week at, the following week on May 4th at Corrigan Hall, Block A winner versus Block B winner. And uh, We're already in the golden week, man. Wow. So my my for Block A, I have Jake Lee taking Block A. And I'm going to say... It's probably going to be Block B winner. It's probably going to be Suwama. Ooh. And I'm going to say, and I'm going to say, Jake Lee is going to win the Champion Carnival and challenge back for the title. Years? And challenge for the title. He never lost against Kento Miyahara, and and hopefully reclaims the 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 Triple Crown Championship from Kento. I would co-sign that because I'm not mad at it. I think because you, you 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 have. You know, the built-in storyline of Suwama never dropping the Triple Crown because he got COVID. 
Yeah. And so Jake never got his coronation against him. So winning the champion carnival against Swama would be the next best thing. And then you you have like the you know the the rivalry in all Japan is between Jake Lee and Kento Miyahara. And like what better way for him to regain the title than from his hated rival of Miyahara? So I, I'm going to say Jake's going to win the champion carnival, and then subsequently will win the the triple crown from Kento down the line from there. Sounds good. Any any thoughts about? Uh, the champion carnival before we continue. I'll have to, I want to try to watch it again this year. I enjoyed watching it last year. Cause that yeah. was my, that was my first foray into the world of all Japan. And that's, that's how I, I rapidly fell, fell in love with Jake Lee and I'm glad he won it last year. And I would love to see him win it again. Yeah, I just, I, I, again, but I don't know if it's going to be like, they're going to, they're a company that would have the same person win in consecutive years. But, I think you know, because not, Jake uh, Lee had such a jinxed year after that. Yeah. They would go like, okay, let's give like, it to Jake like again. Give, give him a redo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's had such like terrible run of bad luck, you know, like from not being, not beating Suwama after they built up the match because of COVID and, and, and losing like, and getting injured himself. And then, you know, just, just a lot of things happened to Jake, like not necessarily directly towards him, but in terms of like him, his elevation and his push. So, I think what you really want to establish him, so you got to redo the push, so to speak, yeah. this year. So, and hopefully, nothing, nothing, uh, no bad luck jinxing Jake this year. Um, from here, let's move on to pro wrestling Noah. Uh, kind of the main thing I want to talk about are some like upcoming title matches that are going to have. But, but the most exciting thing for me about Noah is all this foreign talent that's either you know debuting for Noah or returning to Noah. And I'm going to run through some of these names. With you, with you, Karen. So we have from Mexico, Dragon Bane, who's who's returning to Noah, along with Alpha Wolf. These two have worked for Dragon uh, Noah before, before the pandemic. So they're making their returns, and they're going to be on, uh, I think, April 29th. They're going to be in a three way match with the debuting from the United States, from from the American Indies, Ninja Mac, and that should be a pretty crazy match because all these guys like to do a lot of flips and fly around and and have no regard for their own personal safety. I am not familiar with any of these names. So uh, from the list, though, there are two I recognize, but everybody else, I'm they're brand new, brand new information for me. So I'm going to be excited to learn a little bit about each of them as they go, come in and start working. I, I told uh, Ninja Mac on Twitter, I said, hey, he does this gimmick where he likes to tie people's shoelaces together. Yeah, don't do that. Huh? Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> you know what? Don't do it in Japan. And if you, especially if you if you're in the if you're gonna do that and it's it's some guy dressed in a really tacky expensive suit wearing sunglasses don't do it to him you might get in trouble you might not return back to America that's all I'm Correct. gonna say and so I told him like don't do that I don't think he took my my advice seriously though but hopefully he's he's okay okay the next name on this list you must be excited about this from Australia Slacks yeah let's go. I was I was very happy about this because it. it for me as a new Japan fan and as a TMDK fan, if I couldn't have Mikey, Shane and Jonah back in Noah, but I got them in new Japan, I was kind of happy to see that Slex is finally getting to go to Japan. Yeah. And- if it's not in new Japan, but with Noah, I don't, I want to say he did a short stint in Noah before he stayed, started staying in Australia full time, but I'm very happy for him. He's going to be one of the few foreign heavyweights 
to, to join. Most of these guys are junior heavyweights are, that are that are coming in for for the yeah. next for the next tour. So it's it, it's it's interesting because like that's something where Noah kind of has been lacking, is, especially during the pandemic. It's like for a foreign star, and like I if he, if he if he gets over, I can see like maybe they they offer him like okay, you want to be our top foreign guy in the company. They they could easily make him a top guy. <clears throat> Excuse me. So just clear my throat. I might take a, a drink of something as, as we continue. Uh, returning to Noah from the UK, Chris Ridgeway is going to come back to depressing Noah. And uh, yeah, it's good. Like I, I know he's had a lot of problems like dealing with the pandemic and, and uh, not being able to wrestle as much as he, he would like. He, he was in Japan before the pandemic. Um, it's a shame. I think he should have stayed. He should have done a Zack Sabre Jr. And just stayed in Noah. Like he, he probably could have got a visa extension and, and all things being, being equal. Um, but he, he went back to United Kingdom. Now he's going to come back to, to Noah. And uh, yeah, I think it'll be exciting. One thing I would love to see happen is like if um, all things, things go really well with this tour and he, he's like, you know, firmly established with the Noah again, that he, he has a relationship with two guys in the United Kingdom called the Young Guns, Luke Jacobs and Ethan Allen, who are a really promising tag team over in the UK, like everyone who's, who follows the UK scene, um, the Brit rest scene will rave about these two. And I've seen a couple of their matches against each other and in tags. And I would love people like always say, Oh, these guys should go like so-and-so should go in from the United Kingdom or, or America should go to new Japan. You should get a tour of new Japan. It's like, you know what? New Japan's crowded. You don't need to get lost in the shuffle as a foreigner in new Japan anymore. You should be thinking about going to all Japan pro wrestling. Noah, or Gleet, or fucking Big Japan, wherever, whatever, whatever, right? Like, just get get somewhere besides New Japan because you're not going to stand out in Japan unless you're already a star, unless you're like, yeah. a, you know, seven years as a WWE main eventer or something on your under your belt. Like, you're not going to get a huge push in in pro in, in in New Japan, in my opinion. So for for someone like Slex, it's yeah. great, and yeah. if 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 possible, if the Young Guns can get to the Japan, I think it'd be better if they go to. They won't get lost in the shuffle in in pressing noah i feel so and and that's the thing is that i think it's because new japan recently has the the larger established presence in the united states with you know working with impact and aew and ring of honor before it folded it it's one of those things where everyone just thinks that that's it's like everyone you know eventually wants to go to wwe that's the big name that's the like when you associate with japan you think of new japan before you think of the others and I, I really think that more if more people could learn more about the other promotions, especially ones like Noah or All Japan, they could see that there are other avenues to get to Japan if you want to have that wrestling experience within in Japanese wrestling. Yeah, and again, it's like, how are you going to stand out against the, the existing foreigners in, in Japan? In New Japan, like, the, the existing ones are very established. Yeah, and... and- they they're gonna guard their spots very jealously. So here, like, listen, personally, Noah, it's wide open for if you're a foreign talent. It's wide open, right? Uh, let's let's continue. Um, joining uh, Peros del Mal de Japon is El Texano Junior. Uh, returning to to to, to Persing Noah and one half of the the tag team champions that never lost titles. They 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 had a they had to vacate them because they went back to their respective countries. And then one of them is Rene Dupree. 
he's coming back to Pro Wrestling Noah. And joining him is uh, his tag team partner. Uh, I, I like to call him Dr. Wagner Jr. Jr. <laughs> but, he, you know, formally he's not. There was a typo in there. I was like, there's two juniors. No, no. Well, he, you know, formally he's called El Hijo del Dr. Wagner Jr. But I, like to call him Dr. <laughs> I call him Dr. Wagner Jr. Jr. So, Dr. Wagner Jr. Jr., come back to Noah. I'm actually excited. I, I, I actually like Wagner Jr. Jr. here. So, like, it, it'll be, it, I, and I think they'll probably reform their tag team, Dupree and, and Wagner Jr. Jr. And, uh, yeah, I'd probably go after the, the tag team titles, probably get fed to, like, some of, uh, you know, Nosawa's drinking buddies, like, uh, you know, Sugiera and, and, and Hideki Suzuki, who are the current champions. Anyways, and finally, rounding off the, the names, and uh, this is cool, like a, a name I, I remember seeing a lot, but I'm not super familiar with him, but it's, it's nice to see, like, he's going to get come come get a tour with, with, I think he's returning to Noah as well, and that is one Extreme Tiger. Ooh. So, there you go. It, I'll, I'll, I'll check out some of the, the these guys' matches in, in Noah. If not, I might, there's a lot of stuff I'll skip in Noah. Excuse me. But probably I'll try to check out some of these guys, especially the junior heavyweights, because I, I do think, you know, they, they're going to offer a lot to Pro Wrestling Noah and just really revitalize, like not revitalize, but like give it a real nice injection of, of freshness. And yeah. that's one of the things I like about this list of names, Karen. It's just like, these guys are all fresh. There's like, none of these are, are like people you've seen in Japan time and time and again. Maybe, maybe Rene Dupree to some extent, but pretty much everyone else is like really... A, they don't have that much exposure in Japan. I'm excited. Are you excited? I just, I just feel like I have to learn a lot, a lot of new names and a lot of new, new <clears throat> people and places and things. And it's a little overwhelming, but a, the good kind, I guess. I, I think uh, you'll, you'll acquit yourself. It's not like you have to write reports for this stuff anyway. So it's not, not yet anyway. <laughs> well, not yet. Uh, so like I said, Dragon Bane, Alpha Wolf, Ninja Mac will have a three-way match on April 29th uh, at, uh, where is this again? Yokohama? This is a Yokohama, I think. No, no, Sumo Hall. There's going to be, it's two nights at the Sumo Hall. Yeah, so Sumo Hall, they're going to have a three-way match, which will also feature a very interesting junior heavyweight six-man tag match because we're going to see Dragon Gates, Zebrats faction. They're the, uh, <clears throat> big, excuse me, the big heels in, in the Dragon Gate right now. Shin Skywalker, Hio, and SP Kento. We'll take on the uh, Noah regular army juniors of Daisuke Harada, Alejandro, and Junta Miyawaki. And uh, they set this up because uh, they attacked, you know, Zebrats attacked Daisuke Harada, revealed themselves to be from Dragon Gate, and then just cut a very uh, d- disparaging promo on Harada, Alejandro, and Junta Miyawaki. So I think this will be a, a fun match, and it's always nice to see like people from other companies come into Noah, um, especially when they're like, of a different style, like the guys in Dragon Gate. I'm I'm not all that familiar with Dragon Gate, even though a lot of my friends have recently started watching it. But it seems to be like th- that company, from what I gather, tends to be more junior weight oriented. Yeah, it's a junior heavyweight style. promotion, so for the most part, with a few exceptions here and there. Um, but I mean, the, the, Noah's really opened the door to Dragon Gate with like bringing Masaki Mochizuki to t- team with, you know, um, Marafuji and, and Ada. just, and Ada's the current GHC junior heavyweight champion. So it's a very healthy relationship. Um, so like it's, and I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes. Like I, I, like it seems to be benefiting, uh, pro wrestling Noah more than Dragon Gate, but like, hopefully 
you know, the favors will be starting to be returned and, and Dragon Gate will see some talent exchange and people coming in to wrestle on their on their big shows as well. Hopefully it'll bring more fans to Dragon Gate because I know because uh-huh. it because it people are always curious about it, but I don't really see as many people following it as I do other promotions. Right. I I, I think we'll probably see a bit more. I think especially if like for example, Zebrats and they should have a very good acquitting of themselves against the, the Noah junior heavyweights. So um, let's see what else have we got here? So, Oh yeah. We had a, a match where uh, Kazuyuki Fujita, the current GHC heavyweight champion, he defeated Masato Tanaka. Who fucking cares? I, I, I didn't watch this match. I'll never watch this match. Cause I don't care about Fujita being the champion, but the, I suppose the interesting thing is that right afterwards, uh, Go Shizaki challenged him for the title because he he had actually defeated his former tag, tag team partner, his who was also the former champion that was defeated by Fujita, uh, and that is what he defeated. So Go defeated Katsuhiko Nakajima in a very hard hitting singles match, and then he challenged Katsuhiko Fujita for the for the the GHC title, and that will happen on April thirtieth at Sumo Hall, and hopefully it's not fifty minutes of them fucking staring at each other, Karen. <laughs> I. Like I don't get me wrong, I am excited and thrilled that Shiozaki is back. I was happy when he, you know, showed up and ruined Kento. Uh, sorry, uh, Keno's moment with Nakajima after their like their time limit draw. But it's been hard to watch Shiozaki just lose and lose and lose and lose, and like all of a sudden now he's back in the title picture, and I'm just like, I feel like he should have been winning a little bit more. But if him beating Nakajima to Frog, leapfrog to the front of the line is what needs to be done. Okay. Um, I, mean, but, I, I, many people feel like he's going to take the title. I mean, I, if he does, great. I, I don't think it's going to, I think he's getting fed to Fujita. Oh, <laughs> that makes my, me sad. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like the thing with Go is like he's on a losing streak because he doesn't go drinking with Nosawa because <laughs> Nosawa's a fucking mark. So, you oh, know, he only pushes it, it, the people that he goes drinking oh, with. So. Man. so, there you go. So, anyways, that's, that's going to happen. <laughs> we'll see. I, I, to be honest, I'm not excited because I hated their last match. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't need them to stare for like 50, 50 minutes. Um, but we we mentioned Ada. He is the current junior heavyweight champion, the GHC junior heavyweight champion. He will take on Hayata and his stupid pants on uh, April 29th. I think that's the main event of that show. And uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. It is. It is what it is. I'm I'm not a fan of Hayata. You know, like I think he's dude. Dude needs a total makeover. Like, you know, you've seen Hayata. You know what he wears? Yes, he wears like the 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 pantaloons, like the loose loose pants that look kind of like yeah, they're baggy, pants, but baggy not... pants from like two, early two thousands. One leg is rolled up and sneakers. It's like really See, where I came, where I grew up. If if you <laughs> were walking around with like one leg rolled up, that's often associated with gang culture so i don't know why this guy is doing it for like for the the look because he's a loser um but yeah no for those who are who are are watching and seeing my reactions as as wh is narrating his his opinions these are actually written on the google doc that has our flow for the show so when it says hayata and his stupid pants are next challengers that's what it says listen i'm trying not to laugh at it but i'm just like it's just i appreciate the transparency i I express myself and my honest (laughs) opinions in many different forms whether verbally or 
in written form. You know, what, what can I say? I, that's just who I am. Let's move on. Um, recently, Takashi Sugiera and, and the returning Hideki Suzuki uh, won the uh, GHC Tag Team titles in a tournament. And their next challengers will be from Congo, Keno, and Katsuhiko Nakajima. And then Keno, Keno because, you know, he must have been thinking, like, he must have been on the same wavelength because he says, no one cares about Noah with all you old guys holding all the titles. So give me and Nakajima a chance at the tag titles. And I'm like... There you go. Well, yeah, Does Kenno listen to post pro res with WH Park? I bet you he <laughs> I you know I, he may or may not have the, the original pillar shirt. I better not say anymore because we might get into trouble if we <laughs> reveal anymore. But but yeah, Kenno and me thinking alike. There you go. And and then uh, one more interesting match, not a title match or anything, but uh, we're continuing the kind of the Dragon Gate involvement. And uh, we're going to see the, the the reuniting team of Masaki Mochizuki and Don Fuji. Why are all these pop-ups happening on my computer? Anyways, uh, <laughs> they're, they're teaming up to take on Kazushi Sakuraba and, and Kendo Kashin. And I just think this is going to be a, a big train wreck. But I, I'm probably going to watch this just because like, I loved the team of Mochizuki and Don Fuji and Dragon Gate. So it'll be interesting. This, I mean, Mochizuki and, and Fuji are, are a little bit older now. So and Sakuraba is pretty old now. And Kendo Cash is pretty old now, but this should be kind of morbidly uh, fun to watch. It could be a fun time, you know. So, sometimes <clears> the <throat> older guys have a good time. If you want to take, if the Funky Express has a good time, <laughs> oh, the Funky Express! Like, don't get me started. I I'm not a fan. By the way, for those wondering, like, I feel like my voice is deteriorating. And it's because it is because like I I just been so excited talking about all this this great stuff. But we're we're gonna continue. We're we're almost there, Karen. We're almost there. We're almost we got, there. We got some uh some final notes here. Uh, one quick note about Gleet. Um, I I think this is really exciting. Uh, Gleet as well as having a pretty exciting like young roster of of uh, of of male wrestlers. They do do they do have a kind of a budding you know uh, Joshi division that that's uh you know primarily made up of like you know like um freelancers and stuff like that yeah. but recently a uh, legendary uh, joshi wrestler nanai takahashi said that she's going to be competing on gleet's april 20th sh- 20th show at shinjuku face and i think that's just a great get if they can get takahashi in um just you know she, she is had, she a freelancer or is she, isn't she with seedling she's with seedling but like okay. again like if you're with seedling marvelous uh ice ribbon way you can like kind of move around a little more sendai free. girls yeah like you know and that's the good thing about gleed is like they'll they'll bring in people from sendai girls they'll bring yeah. uh, women wrestlers from from marvelous and and ice ribbon and, and 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 just put them all on on their shows and it's cool like it's kind of like this um nexus of like joshi on like you know as kind of and i i'm hoping like in the future like they they say okay we're gonna open our dojo we're gonna train more women and we're gonna have our like our homegrown joshi talent uh start being on our shows but in the meantime like why not why not have like the great you know freelance talent that's out there come into your company so i i just wanted to mention that because i thought when i saw that on twitter i was like oh great anai takahashi in glee awesome hopefully it's a it's a regular regular gig for her I hope so too. All right, and we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna we're gonna talk about um, Cork and Hall, one of my my not one of my my favorite venue to watch wrestling. You have not had the pleasure yet, Karen. Not yet. 
someday one day one day day you will um maybe i'll be there maybe i won't probably i won't you you take me we're supposed to go together it's not like you don't know where it is you know what i mean so i know so you you, want to go with somebody i know i i'm sure like you you find someone you know when when (laughs) when things open up again there'd be no shortage of people that you know from Twitter and, and like your previous visits to go to Cork and Hall with you. But well, let's talk about they're, they're holding their 60th birthday celebration. You can have some big shows uh, for to celebrate their their their, their big birthday. Uh, first of all, let's talk about April 15th. It's going to be the Joshi Dream Festival. Um, like I'll, I'll, as my voice is, is getting kind of a horse here, why don't you go through quickly this card? All right, I'll just run do the rundown for you. All right, so the first match is going to be a singles match with a 10-minute time limit with Maria from Marvelous and Rico Kawabata from T-Hearts. Uh, the second match is a six-woman tag with... And they w- they did this really cool thing where they just started mixing all the women from all the promotions and just threw them in matches together. So it's not like one particular... <coughs> excuse me. Uh, promotion against others. So Asahi from Ice Ribbon, Kreia from Pure J, and Kaho Matsushita from Ice Ribbon are going to wrestle against Madeline from Diana, Nanami from Diana, and Kanan from Sen- uh, Sendai Girls. Uh, match three is also a six-woman tag with Tomoko Watanabe from Marvelous, Kaori Yonayama for YNZ, and Yuki Mashiro versus y- uh, from Ice Ribbon versus Yuki Miyazaki from Wave, Kyusei Sakura Hirota from Wave, and Hibiscus Mi. Uh, from Ryukyu Dragon. Then there's another. There's, there's a lot of six women tags on this. Uh, with Koguma from Stardom, Manami from Senjo, Chie Ozora from Pure J versus Yuko uh, Sakura from Colors, Riku Kaiju from Seedling, and Lady C from Stardom. Um, the fifth match is a six woman tag with Kyoko Inoue from uh, Diana, Sonoko Kato from Oz Academy, and Leon from Pure J. Versus Akino from Oz Academy, Ayaka Sato from Diana, and Riding Hagane from Pure J. Uh, the sixth match is a tag match with uh, Unagi Sayaka and Mina Shirakawa from Stardom versus Rin Kadokura from Marvelous and Haruka Umesaki from Diana. Uh, eighth match is Chihiro Hashimoto from Senjo and Yu from Pro Wrestling Eve versus Mirai from Stardom and Micah Ozaki, who's a freelancer. Oh, and I just lost my place. One moment, please. And the main event is a six-woman tag with Nagisa Nozaki from Wave, Saki from Colors, and Takumi Iroha from Marvelous against, get this, <laughs> Mayumi Ozaki from Oz Academy, Maya Yukihi from Oz Academy, and Starlight Kid. And hey, the hey. one cool thing about this particular show is over half of the women that are on this card debuted in Korakuen Hall. Yeah, very cool. You met you missed the match though. Did um, I? Match six, Sukasa Fujimoto. Oh. oh my god! And uh, Arisa Nakajima uh, will take on. It's kind of a they're they're kind of a regular tag team from Seedling. We'll take on uh, Yurika Oka from uh, Sendai Girls and I Hozan from from Marvelous. So Thanks that's a that's it's it, it's it very, is it's a, a lot of people. <laughs> it's, a, it's 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 a very long card. I I. I worry that if I went to this show, like I don't know if I, my endurance can handle it. Like, but I think most of these matches are probably going to be less than ten minutes. Yeah. So, and then probably save the the you know the 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 longer match times for probably match eight and patch match nine here. But the the main event, Karen, April sixteenth, the actual the actual sixtieth birthday of the opening of Cork and Hall, will feature New Japan 
crossover all Japan. It's their 50th anniversary crossover show. And it looks like a great, great card. I'm going to let you go through it. Please, please, let's talk about it. Go ahead. I'll, I'll try not to skip anyone this time. <laughs> All right. So the opening match is a singles match with Kosei Fujita from New Japan and Ryo Inoue from All Japan. Match number two is a six-man tag with Takao Omori from All Japan, Yuto Nakashima from New Japan, and Ryohei Oiwa from New Japan versus Yoshitatsu uh, from All Japan, Risuke Taguchi, and Master Wata from New Japan. I, I feel Yoshitatsu fits in perfectly with Taguchi and Master Wado here. Possibly. I, I am curious to see how Takao Omori is going to work with the New Japan Lions. That, that's, that's what has me most curious about that. Oh, you know, he used to be in, in New Japan. with Really? Uh, yeah, he used to team with Nakanishi. Manaba Nakanishi. Oh, okay. Regularly. So before he went back to All Japan, he was actually yeah. quite a quite a regular okay. in New Japan for wrestling. Good to know. Thank you for that. Um, third match is Toriyano and Tajiri versus Yoshinobu Kanemaru and Black Mensore. That's 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 pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, sure. I feel like, I feel like the only serious guy in that match is Kanemaru. <laughs> um, probably yes. It's it, everyone yeah. else just is probably there for a good time. He's probably just gonna drink on on you know before that's during fine. after so throughout the throughout the day that's right uh the fourth match is an eight-man tag with makabe and hanma from new japan uh tagging with the aoyagi brothers of yuma and atsuki versus losing over Aramis de hapones tetsuya naito shingo takagi hiromu takahashi and bushi that should be awesome like honestly the aoyagi brothers are gonna carry their side of things to be honest with you, they are. They are. <laughs> but my God, Yuma Aoyagi in there with Naito and fucking Shingo. I'm excited. LFG, LFG, let's go. Let's go. I, I don't know. Atsuki, little Atsuki might have a good time with Hiromu Ibushi. Ah, uh, he'll he'll be fine. I like, I'm not so excited about Makabe and Hanma being in it, but Yuma. Oh my God, I go. love Yuma. He's so great. Um, and then the semi main is. Uh, the new it's a six man tag with New Japan's current tag champion heavyweight champions uh, Goto and Yoshihashi and with Yo versus All Japan's Suwama Shotaro Ashino and uh, I spelled that wrong Dan Tamura Dan Tamura yeah and Suwama and Shotaro Ashino are collectively known as Runaway Suplex and they are the current All Japan World Tag Team Champions there we so go. You, the, the tag team champions of of each respective company and and one of their juniors. Going to against one another, and uh, I I think if this gets like minimum fifteen minutes, it's going to be a banger. Suwama beating the shit out of Goto, Shitara Shino just suplexing everyone all over the place. Let's fucking go! I'm very excited about this this semifinal well, match. When they originally announced <laughs> this card or this this particular crossover show, the the match with with uh. Suwama and Goto was the the head the first match they announced for this card. Every, everything else came afterwards. So it 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 seems that they're going to probably keep the titles on them. I'm guessing until at least this show. Yeah, I, I don't see anyone taking the titles either tag team titles from either yeah. team before before this show. So and then our main event, maybe PK, possibly with an, a big asterisk at the moment. <laughs> Is Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kento Miyahara versus Jake Lee and Asterisk Sonata 
because Sonata is this is, is this team Karen Sonata and Jake Lee. I don't know. This whole main event is Karen. I don't know. Like I, I, I do appreciate Miyahara, and I am a, a shameless, shameless, shameless Tanahashi fan. So, but it it breaks my heart that this might not happen because you know Sonata got his his origin story started in all Japan. Yeah. But now he has he's recuperating from eye surgery for his fra- his fracture or fractured orbital bone. And like as soon as this got announced by New Japan that he was be- was being taken off of the uh, New Japan Cup tour so he could convalesce and get better, Jake Lee's out there tweeting like, "What am I supposed to do for a partner? Who am I supposed to be partnering with now? Because he may not be like." Jake Lee was very on top of the fact that he's like, my partner may not be here. So who's going to fill in for him? All right. So Karen, put on your fantasy booker hat. All right. Sonata can't do it. And has to be a New Japan guy who teams with Jake Lee against Tanahashi and Miyahara. Who do you pick? Satoshi Kojima. Satoshi Kojima and and uh, Jake Lee against Tanahashi, Kenta Miyahara. That would make sense. Tan- Kojima was a triple crown champion. He was multiple multi-title holder in all Japan. And before he left and went back to, to new Japan, um, you know what? I actually think that would be better because, because <laughs> he has more cachet. Sonata never really had a big career in, yeah. in all Japan before he jumped with Mudo and everyone else to form Russell one. Yeah. But Kojima has, has, was triple crown he's the only person to ever hold the triple crown and the iwgp heavyweight title at the same time so he has that for so like he's the he's the crossover guy of new japan and and kojima's one of like my sleeper favorites like i i I have i have probably more kojima shirts that i wear publicly (laughs) but i have i am a very massive kojima fan he's just lovely and Seeing that he's not listed on this card actually made me kind of sad because I figured if anybody would be included on this card, it would have been him. Um, I mean, there is kind of a an age bias against you know yeah. people his generation. But like is Suwama and him close in age? No, because Suwama is like a generation after okay. Kojima, so he debuted, you know, like after Kojima. Had you know, was a star in the company. Got so it. He's he's kind of. Tra- I think he's part of the dojo class that was trained by Mudo and and Got Kojima. It. So no. So like, he's, believe it or not, Suwama is is younger than Kojima. Um, <laughs> is he younger than he looks? Because I could have swore they they were they were close in age. Ah, I think he's older. He looks older. Oh, okay. Than he actually is. Probably. He has one of those faces. I think. <laughs> so. But yeah, so he's got it, he's got gentle uncle face. <laughs> there you go. But it, it, I think that's a good shout that if if Sonata can't make this match, and it's very likely he's not going to. Like I don't think you can recover safely from a broken orbital bone, like and getting eye surgery in, in less than a month. No, in less than a month. I I don't think that's going to be safe. So if if it's not Sonata, let's go with Satoshi Kojima. That's a great idea. I didn't think of that, Karen. So. Who did, I, who did you have penciled in with your fantasy booking hat? Uh, I didn't really give it too much thought because, like, to be honest with you, I haven't been paying super close attention to what's happening in New Japan recently. So I wasn't super cognizant about 
you know, Sonata's injury and stuff like that. But if I was going to go with, okay, someone from New Japan that would fit into this mix, because it has to be someone like, like Jake's a main eventer, Mihara's a main eventer, Tanahashi's a main eventer. Sonata's kind of a semi-main eventer. You know what I mean? Like, he's not at He should have had the Intercontinental title two years ago before <clears> they got <throat> rid of it, but that's a, that's a, a story for another day. <laughs> Honestly, you might as well just put Okada in there. <laughs> Um, yeah, but then Mihara's not getting pinned. <laughs> Here's the thing if anyone was going to get pinned in the original lineup, it was going to be Sonata, it was going to be it's probably going to be Tanahashi pinning Sonata, yeah, in that match. Like, I don't think Jake's, Jake should be getting pinned, I don't think Mihara should be getting pinned. I and like, you could either or it could have been Tanahashi, Tanahashi doesn't care anymore. Pin me, I don't care. <laughs> done everything like i'm waiting for him to become never six-man champion with with taguchi and wato just so he can like run the table and ha- have held all the titles minus the junior heavyweight titles yeah. so we'll see we'll keep in a close eye on who's going to be the possible replacement in the the main event of the uh cork and hall 60th anniversary birthday celebration in the main event of that show but it'll be someone big i think it has to be someone who's a big name legendary name possibly and and we'll see what happens there but uh yeah i think that's it for us karen thank you so much for for joining me here on post perez thanks for having me i I, i've missed this we haven't done this in a while (laughs) well we'll we'll do it again uh sooner than than rather than later how about that um do you have anything to plug uh, well, I will be doing stardom coverage this weekend for the stardom climax. That's going to be starting in a couple of hours and I will be doing the Cinderella, Cinderella tournament coverage next month as well. Um, you can find me on Twitter and most social media at Hey Karen Sensei and uh, come, 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 come hang. I, I enjoy, I enjoy conversations about wrestling. <clears throat> just yeah. no, just no reply guys. I don't like reply. Like I don't like reply guys. Those that then no. <laughs> stay away okay so reply guys go fuck off that's uh that's the you, you heard you the man <laughs> that's, that's the message to you fellas go f- just fuck off okay anyways <laughs> myself i i i just recorded the return of mcu later we did the moon knight primer moon knight's coming back next week is is, is uh, starting next week so we'll be having our review of episode one next thursday uh i'll be joined by by rich fan from pro wrestling torch because way has decided to abandon me for gcw game changer wrestling he's now going to be called deathmatch way and and i feel it's somewhere down the line on post wrestling we're going to have a, a, an all deathmatch show review show with with way deathmatch way and Deathmatch Benno, Deathmatch Richard, as I like to call him. And they're gonna. I, I think that they do that show, Karen. It should be called Light Tubes and Chippies, because <laughs> you know, it's just because if when they hear this, when Benno hears this, or when JP hears this, they're gonna fucking be fucking laughing. And I'm gonna get a private message from from either of them or both of them. Who knows? And then, but Way's thinking, what the fuck's Chippy? If you listen to the Grapple Spotlight, you'll know what a fucking Chippy is. I, had I know educated. what a Chippy is. I had to get educated. Been doing Chippy. I had to get educated about this stuff. But anyways, um, I'm going to have Rich on the show next week. So please listen out for that. But listen to the primer. It was a really fun time. I got to talk not only about uh, give you the history of Moon Knight in the comic books, but also we talked about the Batman movie. We talked about the the Book of Boba Fett and how much I, I hated half of it. And I loved the other half, but I hated half of it. You Go listen to which half I hated. And uh, yeah, just some comic book stuff as, as well. 
It's a fun show. I'll I'm I'm scheduled to be recording a show with uh, another show with someone from uh, the Pro Wrestling Torch. That's one Alan Farrell, and we're going to be doing. Uh, hopefully, if everything goes according to schedule, we'll be doing a a, lo- a deep look at Claudio Castagnoli, aka Cesaro. We're going to look at his career and talk about four matches. He's Alan's picked four matches. I've picked four matches, which I got to watch this weekend. At you know, probably on Sunday, I'm going to watch four Claudio slash Cesaro matches. I love Cesaro, huge fan from when he was back in Claudio when he started in ROH. Before even he was in, in even in ROH, I was a huge fan of Claudio. So I'm very excited about doing that with Alan, who I love talking to. And uh, yeah, and then you know, April we're going to have a pretty big episode of the Long and Whiny Royal Road. I won't say why. Some people might be able to like speculate as to why i'm saying it's a big episode but you see the announcement about that it's also coinciding with our you know post wrestling's big wrestlemania week uh coverage here karen but uh this is all really great stuff to look forward to from from my end of the podcasting um spectrum so to speak i'm 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 very excited i'm also very curious all this these cryptic sprinklings that you're doing so i want to pick your brain when we're off the I, air. I, I, you gotta you gotta tease the, the 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 audience there karen you just can't I, throw everything out there i know i'm just really bad at that <laughs> but anyways by the way just before we go speaking of wrestlemania are, are you are you covering or are you interested in watching any any of the offerings from like the american side the american promotions you know, that are going to be doing stuff for to coincide with wrestlemania week I want uh guaranteed I'm going to watch Lone Star Shootout cuz I'm a new Japan fan fan girl and it also prepare me for when I go I'm going to Windy City Riot in Chicago in a couple of weeks for their big show. Um Bloodsport 8 Josh Barnett does not disappoint me with his Bloodsport series so that those are the two shows that I'm definitely going to watch. I'm on the fence about Ring of Honor's Supercard of Honor cuz I don't know what's going on with all of that. <laughs> You mean and, super, super con of honor. Well, yeah, yeah, Tony, super Tony con, you know what I mean? So, um, but also Impact's multiverse of matches cards <laughs> are weirdly fascinating. So I don't know. But again, as much as I love watching all the wrestling, these do not come at a very uh, cheap price. So I may need to pick and choose my battles during Mania Week and then yeah. sit sit out a couple of weeks and decide later if I want to go back well, and order well, stuff. Well, well, how about... NXT and Mania itself. Are you are you interested in any any anything? Oh, I've taken that. I guess not. Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray did not need to win the Dusty Classic to insert themselves into the women's championship match because Cora Jade is challenging Mandy Rose. I have no idea who Cora Jade is. She she she's brand, a brand new NXT 2.0 star that came in last year, and as someone who's been to multiple WrestleManias and multiple NXT takeovers, not just on Mania Week, everything that's happened with 2.0, it made me realize that NXT is not meant for me anymore. It's meant for a more casual WWE fan as opposed to a diehard NXT fan. So it, it's not it's... for me. It, my favorites are still on there. You know, Kushida still wrestles there. Io still wrestles there. Saray and, you know, Ikemanjiro are there. But I just, it's not. What about Wendy Chu? I appreciate her pajama game. <laughs> I, 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 I don't watch it, but I saw a clip it's, of Wendy it's, Chu. It's not and I'm for like, me. And I was like, 
what the fuck is this? She's she's a narcoleptic, right? Is that her, that's her gimmick? I guess, yeah. She just like okay. sleeps a lot. Um, I, I, I think being like a, a seven thousand year old Chinese ghost was way better gimmick for her. That's yeah. just me. But rather than a narcoleptic wearing your pajamas, and she brings a teddy bear to the ring. I, 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 I haven't watched. Anyways, it just makes me it's it, it's too but, hard. It makes me sad. It's what about what about Mania itself? Are you excited to see Kevin Owens become a mid card goof to just to get stunned by by you know super old Steve Austin? Uh, I'm glad I'm watching that at home and not going to Dallas and paying an exorbitant amount of money to watch that live. You know the funny thing is, Karen, you've never been to Cork and Hall yet. Yes, I've never been to WrestleMania. Unless you have a lot of money and can afford either a good suite, a skybox, or good seats on the floor, it's it's great to experience once. I did it twice, and after I did it here in Orlando, that was my first one, and then I went to New Orleans, and that after New Orleans, and I had a miserable time in, at New Orleans WrestleMania. I was like, I am never doing this again. I I would rather save my money and. Fly to Japan, then burn yeah. money on going to WrestleMania proper. WrestleMania right. week, I'll go. Like if you no know, New Japan runs again, and say like Rev Pro finally comes back over, I'll go do all of those shows. But I'm there isn't any particular match on <laughs> WWE I'd want to see because the only one I would have wanted to see would be Kyrie Io or Asuka Satomura, and none of that's happening. So right. yeah, I. I, I, you know, it's been to Toronto twice. I didn't go to either one, <laughs> but I think that the desire on my part as a fan to ever want to see WrestleMania live is, is long gone. Like that ship has sailed, so to speak. It's just so, not for me anymore. And, no. and that's okay. Like it, there are people that love it and there are people that are going and I hope they have a great time and a safe time, but it's just not. I'd rather go back to Japan or like I'd go to WrestleMania week like you God, yes. see see all the adjacent shows and just meet people and, yeah. and you know, maybe like have a big post wrestling outing with a bunch of people flying in or wherever uh, it might a, be. A live recording of post. Oh, th- that's eventually happening, Karen. I think, you know, within I'm going to predict within the next two years, the, the, the big post wrestling gathering of as many podcasters on this network getting together. To do like John and Way will have their their regular Q and A, but maybe as a side thing, maybe the the night before we'll have the big table read with all of us on, on as many of us on stage oh taking Q and As, and and I will, and if that happens, I will critique your what you're wearing, not you, <laughs> not you, but people come up to the to the microphone stand and says, "W H, what do you think of what, what I'm wearing?" And here's the thing, I will be brutally honest, so just just fair warning. I'm not going to hold back. I'm not going to be polite about it. If you look good, I'll say you look good. If you look like shit, I'm going to say you look like shit. What, what's with the combo? What's with the colors there? Doesn't make any Doesn't match. Anyways, that being said, Karen, thank you so much again. And uh, we'll see you soon together, you and me, on, uh, on this here, uh, you know, this banner thing. This is really cool shit that, that Way's <laughs> come up with, I got to say. But uh, until next time, take a, anyways, keep an eye out for Karen's starting report. You're going to get all the, the analytics and shit from that. It's going to be good stuff. I'm going to read it as soon as it, it drops. And uh, you'll see me on, on the site and other places as well. But Karen, thank you so much. Everyone else out there, 
Thank you so much. Thanks for buying the shirt. It's the highest selling shirt. It's the hottest t-shirt in the history of post wrestling. And let's continue again. Proceeds from this, from this t-shirt go to uh, the Japanese Red Cross and to Doctors Without Borders Canada. And uh, with that in mind, I will take my leave of you and say thank you for listening and goodbye.